0: Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast, Temple Archives Books, Light of the Jedi. My name is Noma, and I'm joined by my co-host today, Dan.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: Oh, pretty good. And Ed. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, speaking of Ed, uh, can you tell us what this podcast is all about?
2: Yeah, and on Temple Archives, we talk about Star Wars canon can be books comics, movies, TV, we summarize the story of the either chapter, episode, or book, and we discuss how it relates to any legend material, any canon material, where it fits in the timeline, and honestly, whether or not we liked it, just general talk of the book itself, or the show, or the movie. But we do have a new format for uh, for Temple Archives, and Dan's going to tell you a little bit about that.
1: That we do. Um, so we looked at our podcast and we're kind of thinking, like, how can we make it better for listeners and a little bit more accessible for everybody? So what we decided to do is um, basically make the sh- uh, summary a lot shorter, spoiler-free as well. And then we'll be going into, like, characters and main points and things like that. Um, but first, when we do our first discussion, it'll be spoiler-free kind of first thoughts about that kind of stuff. And then it will get into another discussion where we'll talk about you know, the main points, maybe some sub points, a lot of characters that were introduced, their actions, the, you know, what happened in the book in, in detail uh, from our comments and discussion there. So if you're not interested in that, you can just skip that part and uh, listen to the beginning. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to make it a little bit more accessible for everybody.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so, you know, we'll try out this new format, uh, see what we think and, uh, you know, also see what you guys think. And especially for that second part, for what you guys think, we'd love to hear your feedback on if you like this new format, if you hate this new format, I mean anything, right? Just hearing your thoughts and kind of using that to grow. And uh, speaking of that, before we get into this book, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this episode and really any of our episodes. And in order to do that, you can contact us in a variety of ways. Uh, Dan, would you like to go over the ways that they can contact us?
1: Sure. Yeah, you can find us over on our website at voicetheforce.com where you can find all of our episode posts, uh, all categorized into Temple Archives, the news show, uh, the discussion show, uh, new show is called HoloNet Headlines, which is new. Uh, we did that last. And uh, we also have a section for our store. You can buy t-shirts and stuff there to support us. And uh, you can add comments to all the posts or uh, just kind of take a look around the website. We'll be posting contests and stuff up there as well, which is great. Or Force at gmail.com where you can send us any questions, comments, theories, Um, Or, you know, if you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, if you want to tell us that we're, you know, not, we don't know anything about Star Wars, do that, please. I would love to have a conversation about it. Um, And uh, you can also find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.com slash VoiceForcePod. Um, On Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at at VoiceForcePod. Make sure you retweet and repost our new episode tweets when we send them out. Um, That helps us kind of grow with more listeners and uh, then we can have a lot more discussion with more people and to hopefully get some more voices in here and uh, expand the voice of the force in a way and uh, you can also listen rate review and subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts google Podcasts, soundcloud spotify and pretty much all major podcast platforms if you review us with five stars and you know send a comment in there as well uh, letting us know what you think about the podcast it helps with visibility and honestly it only takes a few minutes. Um, I did it for a few podcasts that I like to listen to, and it just it just helps, and it's nice that uh, someone takes the time to do that kind of stuff. We've had, I think, two reviews so far, uh, both five stars, which is great, um, so if you want to be one of those people to uh, send a review, please do that, and uh, remember to listen to the outro and to find out uh, what we'll be covering in the next Temple Archives episode, and subscribe to the podcast for free. Exactly.
0: Now, with that being said, let's get into the summaries. So, before we do, there is a short story that takes place right before this. It's kind of like a prequel, so we'll go over that very briefly. It is called Star Wars The High Republic Starlight Part 1 Go Together, and it is found in Star Wars Insider 199. The summary for that one follows Joss Arden and Pika, a mechanic and a systems engineer, respectively. They fix an electrical issue and board the Third Horizon, just as an emergency call is issued from the Hetzal sector. So if you're interested in that and learning about those characters before they show up in the books, uh, that's where to find and read that. Now let's get into Star Wars The High Republic Light of the Jedi. I have just been told that it is a New York Times bestseller three weeks in a row. It debuted at number one, which is exciting to know. Uh, the author is Charles Soule, and the cover art is done by Joseph Meehan. Uh, I hope I said both of those right. Uh, the cover art is pretty cool. It shows a bunch of the characters that we're going to learn about in the, the book. So we've got Avar Chris, and then Elzar Mann, Loden Great Storm, and Biriaga on the front, with Starlight Station behind them. Uh, You know, it's just a a very nice cover. Kind of shows off the designs of the Jedi we'll be seeing in this era, as well as kind of showing some of the people we'll be following. And, uh, yeah, very cool overall. And now, let's get into the summary. A disaster in hyperspace leads to widespread panic in the Hetzal system and puts the Jedi and Republic at odds with the mysterious Nihil, these Outer Rim Pirates use unknown paths in hyperspace to move beyond the Republic's site. The Jedi's Outer Rim Forces, headed by Jedi Master Avar Chris, are forced to go toe-to-toe with the Nihil and the unknown motives of their eye, Martian Rowe And that is our summary for Light of the Jedi. Uh, if you are a previous listener, you'll notice that this is much, much shorter, like we said. Uh, Just trying to stick to main points. But in terms of that, what were you guys' overall thoughts... Guys's? Whatever. What are you guys' overall thoughts on Light of the Jedi? And, you know, this is the first book of High Republic, and we talked a little bit about this at the start, but I feel like a good place to start this off is... Do you think this is good? Do you think this is, like, a good foray into this new era of Star Wars?
2: Yeah. um, Honestly... Yeah, like you said, we said a bit about it before, but, I mean, we've been into this era, I guess you could say, of Star Wars, this Disney era for the last few years, and this would have been a much... Like, this would have been a great start for them if they had Mm -hmm. started this back in 2015 with Light of the Jedi. Something new, something, you know, leave... for four, five, and six, don't even bother about continuing with the saga. You had no idea of where it was going to go from the start. And just, you know, hit a 90-degree angle. Just go your own way. And, you know, using the space in between or before everything, you know, that's so much open space to work with. And if they had started here, we have interest. We have characters who by the end of the book you know you want to know okay more what's going to happen here what's this situation going to end up like what are you going to find here because we really don't know anything at this point and for you know anybody who has that itch for star wars would be like okay well that's good now i gotta know it feels like those this feels like a a story out of somebody just writing for the eu like in back in the day you know yeah. and mm. Like it, it's weird because it was a bunch of writers that came together for this one, but this this felt like you know, and not to take anything away from them, but because um, I'm not saying that oh you know because it feels like uh, almost like a fan fiction. I'm not taking anything away from the actual authors who collaborated and wrote this, Charles Soule and everybody, um, because it's like fanfictions are great and they bring out a bunch of new ideas and new twists on things. And even here, like, you know, the cross guard saber, when Ren used it back in episode seven and everybody's like, Oh, oh my God. Now they're, they're mm. taking an idea and they're running with it. And they're showing like, Oh, you see, it's not so far behind or where you can still find one because, you know, like just maybe 300 years ago, they were using curved hilts and everything mm-hmm. like that. Everybody seems to have some kind of rapier style to their saber and the way it 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 operates more than just a weapon, and that was an interesting thing too. Something where, you know, you don't you don't think of it as that kind of instrument, because that's really what it is now in this era. It's It's more of a tool rather, exactly, in a good way. A tool in a good
0: way, way.
1: and a tool in a a good way, not in a Sith way. But
0: it's yeah, it's it's like an interesting evolution of you know. That part exactly. of the, of the, the closest thing I've ever
2: seen to that is actually from Jedi uh, Jedi Outcast, where it's Kyle Katarn. He's at the he's like bartender, and guy doesn't respond. Then he takes his saber, he like, slams it on the table. He's like bartender. He's <laughs> like,
3: oh, oh
2: yeah, lightsaber. Oh okay. <laughs> like that's the only time I've seen it. You know, like people shove one around and like flip it around, but it's like a simple thing like that, right? God, I gotta play
1: cool. Jedi Outcast. It's fun. <laughs> that was
2: great. Um, I think I yes, have it on like, Steam.
1: <laughs> I just never if, played it.
2: But I went. I went around the point. But like getting back to it, if this is how they started, I think there would have been a lot, way less divisiveness and nonsense yeah, that it's and turned into and just clear weird, path. exactly this weird toxic community. And it's you know what? It's a, It's it's because of all the. You know, it was the brash actions at first. It's like, oh, we're we're Disney. We could do anything. We could write stories for anything. But mm-hmm. going into a franchise that you have no big experience with, no, no up, real
0: thought process, yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. so sorry, because like that's that's kind of the same the same thing. I thought when I finished re- reading this was just, you know, wow, look what happens when you have a plan. Yeah, and an actual, you know ro I hate to say roadmap because that makes it sound like every live service game ever but mm-hmm. you know an actual plan that you've thought out in stages how this is going to work and how it's all going to end and not just you know hot potato it between directors and watch exactly. it catch fire and explode
2: and then pikachu face and wonder why everybody's mad or yeah. why not why there's <laughs> so many people yelling like it, it's not hard to see and you see where the positives lie with people who enjoyed the Mandalorian. You can't find one person that you may find nitpicking here or there, but that's not mm. necessarily mean you don't like it, but you'll find a like an overwhelming amount of people. Look at the reactions to the last episode grown yeah, okay. people crying tears of joy tears of sad t- just tears of they don't know how to feel tears tears of feeling you know what i've waited five years for this mm-hmm. yeah and i think no? also like, like that's the biggest thing
1: just from mm-hmm. like talking about the mandalorians last episode it, it speaks to like even our listens for the mandalorian episodes that we have for each podcast that we did the last one has the most listens which shows people are actually like seeking out and trying to find more information on stuff right
3: yeah yeah
0: and i mean like i don't think light of the jedi is going to immediately catch as much attention as mandalorian but it's definitely in the no, same vein it's just it's in that, they, that same right direction mm-hmm. but they've done
2: the best thing you can do with a book it's like <clears throat> you've you've piqued curiosity mm. you've done something right because now you know not everybody's gonna be like okay that was great i'm really just gonna toss it aside you'll get you'll get people like that no matter what you do that's mm. nice but with this it was just like oh uh, you know, more and more people are gonna be like, there could be the people in it who are definitely like, well, I want to see how you're gonna mess this up, so I have to read it. You'll get people like that too.
0: Yeah, and I mean, then, to, no, yeah. and and you have a good point because to be fair, that that's kind of how I went into this book. Was oh being, yeah, me yeah, too. Kinda, I would yeah, I
2: blatantly say that. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. Because um, I mean, if if anyone's uh, if anyone listened to when we were going over our uh, our thoughts on the character designs when they were releasing that, yeah, mm-hmm. I had a lot of like. Yeah, they all look interesting, but I mean, like, they're all just Jedi-looking people. And that's what I was kind of concerned about was going into this. It would just be like, look, this person uses the Force, and they're really good. Aren't they cool? Like them. And, you know, now having read the book, they they have an interesting way, at least for, for I won't say all of the Jedi, but for most of the Jedi, they've got really interesting ways of kind of showing how they're all unique and different. And I, I won't go too much into that. We'll, we'll get into that in a bit, but yeah, in such a way where where it it makes it a much more interesting era than what they go into and in, say like the prequels or the or uh, the sequels. Just kind of going over all the things with this era of Jedi, and you know how over all these years they've kind of um, evolved and kind of learned all these different pathways. To the force and kind of all the ways that they're exploring and all the other things all the and then you know there's cool little tidbits of you can see certain jedi arts that haven't been uh you know fully established or certain things like that kind of a thing and yeah overall it's just it's it's it did a good job in the one thing i was kind of concerned about which was making the jedi in this era interesting to follow and not Mm -hmm. just carbon copies of the prequel era
2: yeah, um, they did. I found they did a good job at that. Mm. Like your last point there, like absolutely, yeah. Sorry, Dan. I
1: just wanted to talk about the point that Ed made a little earlier, um, which was you know this is like fan fiction, right? Um, but I think that's the thing that we need in Star Wars is we need people that understand Star Wars, love Star Wars, and want to write Star Wars and have the skills to do that. Um, in in a new environment, like the nice thing about the High Republic is that it doesn't take place during any timeline that we've ever seen, even in the Legends, as far as I know maybe during mm. Plagueis a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, in general, like the Knights of the Old uh, Republic, uh, those games took place a thousand years before episode one, right? Or 2000 or something like that?
2: Even more. Yeah, it was like 4,000, I think. 3,000. Yeah, so like-, like we're, we're in, with the Old Republic, that's about 3,000 and change.
1: Right, so like we got, mm. we got stuff from that far back that, you know, it hasn't been touched yet. Um, There have been references to like Darth Bane and all, the, all these other things in Clone Wars and stuff, but this is new. Honestly,
2: yeah, just to go along that point as well, if you're doing, I feel like that should be the the standpoint. If they really want to break it down, for books, have them anywhere from a thousand years with Darth Bane, because that's, I believe he was around a thousand. Uh, that's where the end of things were coming to, you know, a thousand years of peace for the Republic because mm-hmm. Jedi, right? So that bit to episode one there's your story material run wild and then afterwards yeah sure for everything before that your video game stuff is wide open because you don't have to worry about complications with the multiplayer or what side mm-hmm. or what conflict make up a war and you can have it anywhere and it'll somehow make sense because star wars i mean yeah
1: just thinking about that too like if we did get multiplayer games now We have a new genre and like, not a genre, we have a new timeline to add characters from. Like, imagine Battlefront 3 with the High Republic versus the Nihil. That would be ridiculous. (laughs)
2: Yeah, but see, you're so locked in at that point.
1: I'd be down with that. Like, I would love more story for sure, but I'm just saying, like, multiplayer that way would be kind of cool.
2: It it would if the other books that come out introduced not just the Nihil, but like, you know, a couple other things too. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, like, it's, think about Battlefront 1. How quickly did people get tired of that?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And that was that was along the same things. It was like, you know, okay, this is whatever. It's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's...
1: I, I feel like if you have to do you need some that, sustenance there. Y- yeah, yeah. Y- you really do.
2: Because... That's... Sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, that plus, you know, fleshing out both sides a little bit more, because we've got Jedi and Nihil, but that's it, and know, we don't know too much about either one. Um no,
1: that's about it. Even,
0: yeah, even by the end, it's it's you know, like we said, it's it's a great way to establish the setting and get everything set up. And now it's just how do we, you know, I'm curious to see how they'll expand into that and what directions they'll go. Mm-hmm. And then also just to retain both me and Ed's pride, we were both right. Uh, Kotor takes place 3,956 years before New Hope. So yeah, we're both we're we're, we're both.
1: Right, with three and 4,000 years. Yeah, so it's, it's a huge yeah, okay. gap between it. So, like, we're not even touching yeah, gotcha, close gotcha. to that. We're pretty far back. Oh, you know what? We're not yeah, even close yeah, no, to that.
2: You're definitely... I'll give you the 4,000 for sure. Because with... um, By the time of the Old Republic, the Taurus has already gone to a smoking crater. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, right? the other and, thing And they, this
0: one, I think, is... This one is, what, uh High Republic's 500 years before... 200.
1: 200. oh is it just 200 it's like 223 yeah. or something Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: okay but yeah you know it's not super far back like that so
1: it's still with things that we kind of un- understand now yeah. um, I just want to say like my thoughts on this I, I love the book um, mm-hmm. it did take me a little bit to get through it um, for the audiobook with Mark Thompson not that he didn't do a good job or anything like that it just mm. my I think at the beginning of the book my patience was like I it was just kind of like okay let's get going on the story. Um, it just kind of yeah. took a. It took a little bit to, you know, get going, um, but after that, like, I really wanted to listen to like everything, all like all after the beginning and everything. It's just like I couldn't stop putting it down, um, and uh, I found it. It was really interesting with the the nihil and all that stuff that they have going on, um, mm. the Jedi and the Republic. It's almost, it's almost like how. Like, their relationship together is, is kind of like... The relationship... between. It's a little bit tighter, I think, than the relationship that we see in Episode 1 with the Jedi. Um, which is interesting. Like, the Jedi and, and Coruscant and the Senate and everything. Um, with the Republic that way. But, mm. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. The Jedi are very interesting. Um, each is very unique compared to what we get in, like, Episode 1 to Episode 3, at least. Um, where you kind of get a little bit more details on their connection to the force um uh, in their specific ways uh which i thought was really really fun um and if anybody's gonna do stuff like that i am glad it's charles Soule because he understands i think the force better than probably almost anyone in the star wars uh lucas film um current current Lucasfilm uh mind uh naive, i guess um,
0: you're, you're throwing a lot of shade at Dave Filoni there. No, but, like, all I'm saying is, like, we, he, no, probably, no, I, I he probably, he know.
1: probably like, knows as much, if not more. Like, I'm assuming they talk on a frequent enough basis about the Force that, like, they're the only two that understand the Force to the degree that they do. You know what I mean? I, yeah.
2: yeah. Because yeah. the way it's, with the way they portray it for characters in the book, I think was awesome. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, they're, no, it's not to say, like, I'm 100% positive with all this. I'll go into the stuff. I need the spoilers for that, so I'll wait for that. Yeah. Because there are things I disagreed with, or I'm just, I'm cautious about, I should say. But, um, yeah, the way they depicted it was great. Because it was like, it reminded me of an old um, Street Fighter, um, like, fan film, again, right? Where it was like Ryu and Ken, and they were practicing stuff, and when Goku is just like, you know, the Hado or whatever is with you or something, it's like, how do you feel... And, you know, Ryu re- depicted it He's like, I, I feel like my, everything is, like, a cool stream or something like that. And then Ken was, like, a raging fire or something like that. And I was just, like, that's immediately what I thought of. I don't know why, but I was, like, that's, a, you know, it's visual. Yeah. It, more than I can picture the... all of
1: it in my mind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to imagine.
0: It, it, that's it, a it really good really way well, to do it. Yeah, it translates really well from uh, words to picture. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's better than, it's a lot better than, oh, look, it's an infinite mirror. That, yeah. You know, yeah, oh my god, yeah. oh, you, you yeah. snap, yeah. and everyone yeah. snaps down yeah. the line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Always comes that. back anyone to out. the sequel trilogy with you, Noma. Yeah, this is, is a running joke. A shit
0: like Last Jedi, but, uh... <laughs> oh my
1: god, all right, but, uh, also, let's get back to the great going, going book back, that we read.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I was gonna say, going back uh, a bit, because <laughs> you you mentioned this, and I definitely,
1: <laughs> holy shit,
0: you. You can bleep that out if you want, but uh, <laughs> yeah, g- going, going back a bit, cause you uh, brought this up and I definitely agree with you. Uh, yeah. If there's any uh, negative points I have for light of the Jedi part, one is very slow. It, yeah. it, ki- it goes on for a while and it's important. Uh, you know, it's, it's important for, for the setting and, you know, definitely what's happening and introducing people, but yeah, by by about the three quarter mark of part one, I was like, okay, let's let's let's, let's go. go. Let's, I yeah, have a question for
1: you guys watch. too. Hmm? Um, I don't know if it's just me or if it's the audiobook format or if you like physically read it. Um, I listen to all the audiobooks. Um, I don't really read the I, books. I mean,
0: I hope so. I just, yeah, I well, I mean, I don't read, read the book. Bo- I don't
1: read the books like physical copies, <laughs> yeah, even though yeah, I do yeah. own them. Um, I usually listen to them, and then if I want to go back, I usually go back through the book. Um, hmm. but I find in the first. Part of a book, maybe the first hour to three hours, I have a hard time remembering characters because you're you're still getting introduced to characters. But like, there's so many characters in most audiobooks, and uh, like novels and stuff like that that it's hard to kind of track until you're about four or more hours into a book. You guys find that as well? Like, there's so many names being dropped and characters being introduced that you're like, okay, not specific for this book. For most audiobooks, I mean, uh, do you guys find hard to like picture these characters before? the book gets going or is it still kind of like what I have where it's a little harder to kind of get going on it and get these characters until you're about four hours in
2: unique experience for this one um I had read reviews before I actually bought it and a lot of them were saying stuff about multiple characters or too many characters or all this so I knew there were gonna be a lot to go in with So I tried I actually tried to keep a running mental tab of everybody who I've who's gone over so far. And they've they've reoccurred enough, except for people who can't, um, for whatever reasons. But they've they've recurred so many times I'm just like, All right, I have a good picture of you in my head, so every time I see your name, I'm gonna picture you. And I'm gonna stay that way, and I'm gonna stop reading, I'm gonna picture you, and I'm gonna say your name about five times, and then I'm gonna go ahead. So it would god i wish i knew what i knew at the end of the book so i didn't have to do that as much
3: yeah
2: (laughs) but still it was it was an interesting way to go about it because you know by this point people are saying that but then you go and watch or read something like game of thrones and it's like really you want to talk about how many characters there are really (laughs) nobody nobody in 2021 can have right at that point based off everything we watch and everything we see No, you can keep track of of double-digit characters if you have to oh yeah so and, i i don't think especially and if they're important they'll have such big parts that there's yes. no way you can forget them
1: And i think by the so, four hour mark which is about a third of the way through a book on audiobook that's about 12 hours long um that's mm-hmm. when i start to be like okay these are the characters that we're going to be seeing mostly and like i can start picturing them and understanding them and i think it also helps to have you know the cover where you have you see the characters um mm-hmm. and you actually can to give
2: you a picture to yeah.
1: depict it um if you're having trouble. Um and I think that's mm. what the concept art really was for when they first showed that before the whole series was released, uh, with this mm. book. Um to show like, okay, these are the Jedi Masters you'll be seeing, and these are the you know, Padawans, and these are the Nile, yeah. and like Th- you kinda get a feel the for characters.
0: them. Yeah, yeah. And and I was actually gonna yeah say that as well. I think that actually helped a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, just being able to draw back upon those names. And yeah, I think by by usually for me, I think by the third or fourth time I've heard a name, it starts to stick with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I also had a unique experience with this because in order to finish the book on time for this review, <laughs> I had to listen to the to three quarters of it at one point eight times speed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! So. Holy Granted,
0: shit. thankfully I'm a good listener because I still remember most of it. But yeah, no, at that point, the characters really have to stick with me yeah. for me to remember. There was a couple of characters I just uh, – again, we'll get into this very soon when we get into the the spoiler side. There's a bunch of characters where I just didn't remember who they are because they're only in one part right mm-hmm. uh, or one little section of the book. But you know with the rest of the characters, they bring them up enough and they go enough into them that by the end I was like, okay, I can at least – put faces, whether that's ones I, I've already seen or ones that I have to make up to most of these characters.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, too, that, um, before we get into spoiler discussion, that mm-hmm. if you are on the... Like, if you're not sure if you're going to read High Republic or, you know, just leave it and let it go, I would recommend jumping in with this book. For sure. Mm-hmm. Before we get into spoiler discussion, because it's a great leeway into it. If you're a fan of... Um, you know, like the Knights of the Round Table, that kind of lore with like um, Camelot and all that stuff. I would say this is probably a good oray into Star Wars. If you're, you know, on the verge of, do I want to do more Star Wars or not? This is a good one to get into.
0: Yeah. This, this book feels, it feels a little bit, it's like, yeah. Kind of like what you said. It's more high fantasy Star Wars than kind of like pure sci-fi ish Mm kind of just because of the things that they're going into and, certain certain tones that they have. But yeah, same same thing with me. I, I was, you know, I was hesitant getting into this. Uh I was, you know, I wasn't completely sure how they'd handle it and what it would feel like, but now that I've read it, I'm I'm definitely uh intrigued and I'm I'm definitely on board to to see what they're gonna do next. And yeah, I definitely recommend it as well.
1: Alright, let's get into the spoiler discussion. Yeah. So
0: I mean if it wasn't obvious before Now we're just going full tilt. We're going to talk about all the details of the book, everything that happened in it. So if you haven't read this book yet, if you want to, if we've managed to convince you to give it a read or, you know, you want to see it for yourself, stop listening here and then come back once you've actually read the book. Because, yeah, spoilers be ahead. But with that being said, let's dive into the spoiler discussion. Uh, So the first thing I want to talk about Mm. uh, is... Marcian Rowe, because I wasn't sure what I thought like you know you hear this thing where it's like oh the Jedi are going up against a pirate it's just like (laughs) this doesn't seem like a fair fight Uh, but by the end of it I was really intrigued and I I was kind of digging a lot of his stuff but I
2: like how they make them you know you exactly you had that thought at the start where it's just like oh no whatever are they gonna do and it's like they held their (laughs) own because you know you just come up with new ways oh and then you hear that's not honorable i can hear them going so yeah <laughs> <It worked." laughs> you know so i uh, yeah it's it's a good hmm. it's a nice start mm. um i definitely want to see you know what more they can do with that pirate thought especially for what's going to happen uh now considering you know there's unity for a yeah of term.
0: yeah exactly and and that was one of the things that um did seem a little bit odd to me because i mean yeah you know like you said they, they he, he goes up against them well and you know he can he can kind of stand toe-to-toe with them on kind of the, the master puppeteer level mm. but I mean, he talks he, while he's talking to Loden at the end of the book. He gets slammed into a wall, and I was just like, "Hmm, all right." So, we're still kind of like it's mortal human raider at this, or yeah, mortal human raider at this point. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like if he if he was any kind of Sithy at all, like that neck would be snapped, and he'd be out. Mm-hmm. And I think, or at least trying to get out at that point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he know. didn't
1: have his helmet on either. Just a heads up on that one. I think it it wasn't mm. clear if his helmet was on or off. Mm. I don't think. Um. But it was, uh, yeah, definitely a shock to have that happen. But man, the ending with Lord and Great Storm though, like the the amount of torture that he had to go, with, like he's going through right now, um, and being oh, yeah, that was great. you know barred from the force from all the torture around him and all the sad and, and like depression and anger around him, it's just mm-hmm. a different way to mm-hmm. imprison a Jedi with their mind it instead was, of their body. And right? also,
2: he's he's still a knight too, so no, he's you know, a master. Um, great
0: Storm.
1: Yeah, he's I just a master a knight. Oh, no okay. no he's a master oh
0: okay that and, changes and
1: things yeah too. yeah
0: and see i was kind of i'm kind of hoping what they do with this is they they do like uh an opposite anakin obi-wan issue where the master know, falls yeah exactly by the time Loden gets out he's like full of rage and anger and you know all this torture has broken him and now bell has to bring him back and that's his final trial
1: kind mm-hmm. of thing i could see that
0: yeah i thought that would be pretty neat um There is also something that I think they're going to get into, and it makes sense to me because how else are you supposed to go toe to toe with Jedi? Which is, I think we're like, I'm pretty sure we all think at this point that Martian's got Sith connections.
1: At least Dark Side. At least Dark Side. Side. Yeah,
0: at least Dark Side. Because he's got that weird purple stone thing that gives off all those Sithy vibes, and Mm -hmm. you know, he talks about how his family was wronged by the Jedi and all this stuff.
2: You know what that is, right? That's somehow gonna turn out to be the dagger that's all messed up on that
0: planet that they
2: no, find. No, no, no,
1: no. We're not going sequels, everything. guys. We're just staying in the yeah, High Republic. Yeah, Come on, please. I'm telling you. Come on I'm now. You, man. Come on now.
0: Please, I'm trying to have good memories of this. Come on now. <laughs> that would that would be interesting if it was. I it, see. I'd even buy if it was like in the same family as those artifacts. Mm. Um. But yeah, like. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But no, you're right. It definitely has to be some sort of Sith artifact. And it can't just be.
2: I'm sorry. Before we get off this sequel thing, oh, no. I'll say one more. <laughs> no, no, it ties in. Okay. Because they want... You see, here's the problem with trying to... How do I say this delicately? Because it can apply <laughs> to a lot of things. But, you know, you have the product that didn't do so well. And the product you're starting off to be great. But because you're still so attached to that not successful product, you want to do as much as you can to, like you know, throw some shine on the doo doo. And <laughs> so they think of who can we bring this in for? What did we really know about Lor Santeca before this book or anything like that? Oh, he's some traveling crazy the, guy no, the, that knows a bunch of sh- a bunch of stuff. In the movie, mm. not
1: much, but in the um, uh, visual dictionary guide, there was. Like his history, his family's basic history of like being see, tied with the force, and also it was also in the comics with uh, Poe Dameron in the first few so issues.
2: Ninety percent of people wouldn't. Know yes, this that is correct. Yeah. Okay, but ninety percent of people also wouldn't read why... this. Mm-hmm. This is why you start the with the books first. And then mm-hmm. you make the movie adaptation about it. Because yeah, the yeah. books are there. They give you all the information. Then on the screen, if they want to, you know, for money issues or creative whatever, they have to cut some parts. You, look at the Harry Potter movies. I
1: was just about yeah, to say everybody's that. Just, mm.
2: yeah, everybody's just like, well, that part, that part. But you're paying attention, though. You're watching. Because now you're looking for those parts. And if they do a, like a almost Lord of the Rings thing and have about like 90% of it to the T of what's in the book, you're walking away happy doubly happy so because you have the book and you have the movie now
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and right? i feel like yeah and i feel like that's also important because then it doesn't it also doesn't feel like a cop-out right exactly like
2: you, it doesn't feel like you have to save yourself now because you you yeah. made one big big shambles of it
0: yeah because you do the movie first and then you do the books then it feels like oh well they had to explain it because it didn't make sense but yeah you do the books first then the movie
3: mm-hmm. and
0: then it turns into why didn't they why didn't they explain this and they go Well, they did well they did it here beforehand so you know what? even if it's
2: just like you know that's two pages of text where nobody speaks but it's a motion from this guy that explains that two pages there or whatever i did Then you have that you have justification before the the actual product not here's our thing oh god you didn't get it here's us justifying it now yeah, yeah but yeah, you yeah. know what honestly um, no we, we I'm, this I'm, gonna the say, entire time. I'm
1: gonna say this from from a pers- my perspective which is mm-hmm. yes they had like hosnium prime in here yes they had the Sentecas. Yes, they had a whole bunch of things from the sequel trilogy, but honestly, it didn't feel like it wasn't Star Wars. Like, it felt like, no. yeah, no, this is, that's, this and is, and that's not what I'm this saying. is, this is like, it's not that, for, for me at least, it's not that mm-hmm. big of a deal. It's like, yes, it's part of Star Wars now. Like, those things are part of Star Wars, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can have it only in the sequel trilogy, which kind of wouldn't make sense, but yes, it wasn't in this uh, prequel trilogy and it wasn't really in or at all in um the original trilogy so they have to do something where like it's mentioned and it has to kind of be more in continuity with other things so bringing into mm-hmm. literature i would There's say so is right is is the thing where you know you can kind of give it some some legs yes you're right it wasn't you know everyone was like what the hell why is this in here in the no, sequel trilogy no
2: no 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 see you're not getting my point you're not getting my point because i've only that's only preamble because i started off with saying that because They introduce them in here as with the family. Let's say everybody knows their family history, everything like that, right? Sure. The problem with placing them, you place them there for a good reason. Okay. Now you place them here. It's like, all right. But remember, you have that chunk of stuff that happened in the middle. Now for every big event, you've made them so important you have to write up ways of why they weren't a part of that. Or maybe they had some small part off-screen part of that. But now, because they're so influential, the first thing is their house and their home is on Naboo and they live there. And it's a family thing or whatever that is. So by the time the occupation rolls around, I'm assuming these guys are still going pretty well. They're a rich family. It's they're possible that they don't have a or lot of... Or whatever it is.
1: They, they could have, right. you know, 200 years goes through. A dynasty can fall. Or like a family can fall from can. royalty, right?
2: Yeah, it o- Or can. from a higher Definitely, standard on Naboo. It, at that point, you know, if they fall from grace or whatever have you, maybe that'll be explained in the next two books. And, and that, and, but that in and of itself speaks to why they weren't as a part of those. But then everybody knows this lower Santeca, so it seems like they still have good standing. You're gonna uh, hear rattling.
1: Yeah, your oh. your cables hitting your mic. Oh, sorry,
2: sorry, oh, okay. sorry. Um, yeah, but by by episode seven, they're still in good standing, and everybody's trying to find this guy because yeah. their reputation's still that see, good. And so and it that... can't be a it can't be a family falling due to failure or something like that because that's not the case. I mean, they so they're they were were trying to, to find him because he well, we,
0: we could we could see with that as well, right? Because um, there could be political fallout from this because you know they do yeah. mention in this book that you know the Santecas do already have a theory about Mari. Um, you know when when they have the meeting with uh is she still alive uh, Chris and yeah yeah they they have that little preamble of oh god this could be her who else could it be um, so who knows there could be political fallout maybe they have to to leave naboo that kind of leads into uh you know episode exactly. 7 i actually uh because dan brought this up to me a little bit before we did the this podcast i mm-hmm. completely forgot about that character i j- he's in so little of episode 7 I, he's he just been erased from my mind until it was brought up again um i do agree that bringing the Santecas into this it's interesting it kind of adds to the lore a little bit um maybe it's just because i'm i'm incredibly spiteful but <laughs> when they mentioned hosni and prime my eyes rolled into the back of my skull Yep. i was it, i just had that like no stop trying to make it a thing
2: at least coruscant's the, the
1: the capital still of the I, galaxy, I know I yeah guess. i know
2: but like that just goes to show even more so that it's just that we don't care Mm. you know as as weird as that might sound because it's just like yeah you know you mentioned Coruscant and this is a matter of like what made Hosni and Prime so special that it has to be mentioned in the same in the same sentence as Coruscant that's Mm. this the answer though you don't know because nothing's really been explained about this planet so we don't know what it is other than the new republic capital the other thing too the other thing too would be another city world we don't know if it has production we don't we don't know what value it is other than it is
1: i i could say the same thing and i'm just devil's advocate here i could say the Uh same thing for iriadu like why bring that in
3: no 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 No, just (laughs) hold on hold
1: on let me say so like iriadu yes it's tarkin's home world cool it's also a homeworld where people are pretty vicious, like they are, you know, warriors, right? Um, which makes sense with the whole plot that goes there, where you know they try and you know extort them for money, and then later on they get the revenge, and Iriadu basically destroys the the Nihil yeah. group that was there. But it's but you just like why? The point. Why? You just
2: why? answered your question.
1: Oh, okay, yes. See, see Iriadu is you, you know tied to a character. That.
0: Yeah.
1: And, no, no, but so no, no, no,
2: no, no. But,
0: but the, the planet made the character.
1: Not I, really. Yeah,
0: also so also, also, he wasn't Here's, there. Yeah, the, the difference I feel between Iriadu and Hosnian Prime... Well, there's a huge difference, is, I'm saying. Well, I'm just, like, for me, like, the reason that I, I freaked out was like, oh my god, Iriadu, we're going back here, as opposed to, oh god, Hosnian Prime, right. is initial impact and setup. Like, the initial impact and setup of Iriadu is let's spend an entire novel dedicated to how this world shaped Tarkin right. and built him up into the person that he is right exactly. it, it's it's a cornerstone to Tarkin's book and it, I think it makes his character a lot better the impact of Hosnian Prime is it's a planet that we don't learn the name of that explodes when it's
1: first introduced yep no I get you I get you
0: and that's that's I think the big difference is it's like once because first impressions are important right so if you set it up as a thing where it's like this is literally a huge cornerstone of a character then I'm going to get invested, as opposed to, this is a planet.
3: Yeah.
2: Because you think about it, and, you know, you ask people, oh, what do you know about Iriadu? What do you know? Oh, the Carrion Spike. Oh, the yes. Veermock, Oh, this. Oh, this. Oh, th- oh yeah, the yeah, Tarkin Spock. family. Oh, these. Yeah. You can yeah. say things about it, and important places. Like, if you ask a tourist about, like, you know, New York City, oh, Empire State Building, Central Park. Oh, it's the same thing. You mm. know something about it. There's some investment. About it. And where you are born shapes who you are. Yeah. I still believe Tarkin would have been completely. He, they sent oh, him his to the Yeah,
1: his, his life would have been completely different. I agree. Now, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
2: this is like, and this yeah. is why it's like, you're just name dropping at this yeah, point sure. when you say, it's, it's unnecessary. But it wasn't a main plot
1: point in this book. But Ed
0: brings up a great point. You talk about Iriadu, you can talk about all sorts of things you know about Iriadu. Name me one feature Hosnian Prime has.
1: The New Republic I can Senate, of, that's it.
0: I can, yeah, I can think of two. I can think of the New Republic Senate, no, and I can think people. of the Hosnian shipyards. But you don't learn about the Hosnian shipyards unless you until play. squadrons. Yeah,
1: until you play squadrons. Yeah. Now, okay. So
0: then, bleh. So... It's literally just a planet. <laughs> like,
1: going, for, going from the Hosnian shitstorm um, to... <laughs> back to the book. <laughs> with... With the Nihil, what did you think of their structure? Because we had the strikes, oh, the clouds.
3: Sorry, uh,
0: but before, we, before we move on to sure. the Nihil, um, I just wanted to go over, because as much as I love Row, Rowe, sure. um, there are, because since he is tied to the Nihil, there are one or two things that did kind of bug me with his character. Um, so in two different... kind of
2: big cat?
0: <laughs> well, the first thing that... Well, there was the one thing I also thought was just kind of uh, interesting, which was... And this has this is all Mark Thompson, and I'm not, you know, dunking on him. I'm not trying to, to insult him at all. But I mm-hmm. thought it was kind of funny when they first introduced him, because he started talking, and I was like, I know... I know that voice. I know the voice that he's he's giving to Martian Rowe. And I think it took me until the second part that he's talking, and I went, oh, he gave him the Werner Herzog voice. Because he kind oh, of... Oh, so, yeah, okay. Because he kind of uh, talks with this inflection that i kind of put with him and he has these breaks in his speech that remind me of werner herzog's style it's almost of like he speaking.
1: has had trouble like express like it's almost like he's exact exasperated with the pauses you know what i mean
0: and and kind of like like uh uh forming the large ideas in his sentences as he talks and again i like i didn't i wasn't like oh i hate this i was just like oh He's putting it to that, and what I thought was, was also cool was that you, I, can, I could hear that voice evolve in the audiobook, and so by the end, he still got that, uh, that tone in his voice, but he's not really doing the speech pattern anymore, and no, I thought that was cool. You kind of see an evolution that of, could... of how they're voicing him.
2: That could probably be due to the character, arc he goes through it in and of itself, right? That's when true. When he finally sheds that, okay, I'm done playing this passive guy. I'm taking control now,
0: and you see the voice change like that. That
2: yeah. would be brilliant acting at that point.
0: Actually, right? yeah, that's actually that's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that because yeah, at the beginning he does he does yeah, Marchion definitely comes off as like yeah, timid and yeah. kind of a pushover and stuff like that, and then he evolves into this monster, which I loved watching that Should evolution. Rip off your hand! It was with the shuriken yeah ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right Put off his thumb and his, his oh. finger on his so gun hand of, uh, of starship troopers a lot as well with uh the the training camp if people remember that with the throwing knife um or clancy brown pins the guy's hand to the wall um but yeah like so one of the only things that bugged me was at the very end when Martian's talking he's like i planned all of this everything from the legacy run up till now you've all been dancing on my strings i was like nah i like I I hate I don't like that archetype, where it's like literally every every breath that you've now. taken and yeah every every bite you of food you've taken was part of my plan to uh, oh god there's an example of that that I oh it was the the uh uh Yawak in Bleach, if anyone. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like
3: yeah, every
0: war. every yeah. moment of your life, Ichigo. I have pulled the on worst. these strings to. Yeah, I was like, no, that's that's that sellout bullshit. But I think I yeah. think we're, we we talked about it's, this it's before a too. To make them seem smarter than they are. Whereas, yeah. like,
1: he talked. Martian Ro talked to his uh, storms, the the two remaining storms, I guess. And he said, oh, like, the, um, these things. Uh, Tempest, you mean. He said, yeah, like the Legacy Run was an accident that the even. Tempest up, yeah, the tempests. Um, yeah, yeah. and he said like the like that was not planned but it you know it set off a, a whole thing of events that you know it, it kind of worked in our favor and then everything since then has been my plan and then he goes to talk to Loden, and then he says no that was part of my plan too and i think yeah, yeah. i think my point would have been i think we talked about this noma was mm-hmm. his um his demeanor in front of Loden was to create despair and it's like everything that has led up to this point has been me and it's been all of my ideas and my plans to show like how kind of intimidating and um, crazy this guy is, and how much yeah, he's just going to go Martian through.
2: Martian Palpatine. Right. It's Calm it's basically down.
1: yeah. It's basically just and, trying to show, and I think it worked on Loden because he shoves the guy, like he shows Martian into like a pole or like a a beam yeah. or whatever, right?
0: Oh yeah. He makes him. He makes him respond in anger.
1: Right. Which is exactly what he wanted.
0: Mm. And and that's what I hope. I I hope that it is. Yeah, the Legacy run was an was an accident, and then from there he he capitalized on it. Because, you know, he he says the thing, all paths lead to this now. The path right. is open to me. And that's what I hope it was. Is he realized, this is my chance, and then took it, and then lied to Loden. The
1: other thing I find that, interesting I think, is that, that language, the, the paths, because they use the paths to go through hyperspace, which are special hyperspace lanes that can crisscross with other hyperspace lanes, which is not normally available. And then the other thing is, he talks to his whole like, group of Nihil and he talks about the paths, and then his Tempest, he also talks about the paths that they're taking. Not the hyperspace paths, but, like, the paths that they're on, like, the, the where they're headed with the events that are happening. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a lot of talk about paths, so I'm not sure if that's, like, specific to, is that the, just the language I wanted to use, or is it something that Martian Rowe, you know, was brought up with this his father lady talks about you know like is that something that his father really pushed was like these these paths that we're all destined to go down we have control of them you know or like whatever it is right so like is that kind of like a indoctrination with a certain type of um like cult mentality i don't know but it's interesting but i mean like we're yeah. martian ro got it martian is now pushing it as a cult thing i would say with oh, the naya
2: I'd say he wanted revenge to start with, so he wants to see it all burn, but he still wants, you know, he still doesn't like the Republic, so you know what? Point up at a mutual hated target and go nuts. Mm-hmm. At the end of this, he's still getting out okay. He's done what he has to do. He has money. He can do what he wants, but his they killed his dad, so go for it there. I could see that as a dogma.
1: No, they didn't kill his dad. Yeah. The, the Nihil did. Someone in the Nihil did. No, I know, I know. Well, that's what that, I meant. That's, oh, well, that's oh, what oh he okay, okay. As well, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. And he, he, he blames, uh what's his name? K- Kavar for that, but. He even says he's not one hundred percent sure. Yeah.
3: Um.
0: Although with the past, that also gets into the the part of the book I'm, especially with Martian that I'm most hesitant about, and I'm not Sorry. sure. I wanna
2: okay. I wanted to defend one your statement from before, but it was just like sure. not liking that archetype, because to me, trying to get a ri- an angry rise of of a Jedi, and this is why I thought Great Storm was a knight, because to get an angry right. rise out of something like that
0: seems a bit light you
2: know I mean, it's, it's been like, some time now okay, that
1: he's been in these cells with it the, has uh, been, I, yeah.
0: I also think it's yeah i also think it's been a build-up too because he also like the the part where I, I that is is such a great kind of start of the push is when he he kills the father with Loden's lights yeah in front yeah. of Loden. that's such an insult right no see but he, hear me
2: out now hear me out now go ahead keep that keep that just how it is right because that's mm. great but then instead tell the truth hey you know what that was an accident <laughs> and now we're here because yeah. you were still powerless to stop us I and mean, there's nothing you could have done and guess what we're gonna do now we're gonna go do all this stuff and you're gonna still be stuck here because i ain't letting you go because this is too good of a fortune to pass up think about that not only are you have somebody angry instead there's despair and you've lost hope which is what they're all about because you know what this was just chance It wasn't somebody who wanted to go through all this. It it just happened. And look, there's nothing you can do about that. Now you're going to be master and be like, oh, I must accept how this goes, or are you going to fight? And that with being cut off of everything, that's the true test right there. And let's see you come through that and be stronger, even ever, rather than just the the regular. Oh, he beat Dark Side angry, so now he good Jedi. Like no, make it make it substantial. Make it like you know a master had to struggle with this. So can you imagine if a knight or a Padawan was in the situation, what would have happened?
1: To be fair, like, I, to be true. fair, we don't know how much time has passed. I think it's been at least a few weeks, if not a month, um, of him just sitting in this cell with a broken leg. You know, I with think that it's pain. A month
2: because the anger around him had been they finally got around they had to they had to open up all the hyperspace planes again then pilot then starlight Beacon went up then they were on the memorial thing there where they were saying all this stuff and then it cuts to that right
1: yeah the thing too is like like he, yeah he's dealing with the pain of his leg that's not been fixed that's been healing wrong probably um, he's also dealing with the anger, pain, and sadness around him with the people around him, which is a, basically what Marcion Rowe describes as like a mind prison for Jedi. It ha- mm-hmm. it, if they're surrounded by that long enough, yeah. then it makes it harder but, for him and, to use the Force. And then like, exactly he, just, what I mean. he starts to give in, right?
2: That's, that's exactly what I mean, though. But, like, you know what? Don't give him power by making him mad because, that's, oh, it's easy to get to the dark side and get power. Break him just like despair is the best way to go you've already done the isolation you've already suffused him you've marinated this guy with pain and fear and all this stuff he's hurting he's i think he suffering. gave him despair too though that. he
1: said like if these people can't survive the torture that we're doing we're gonna kill them and bring in more people so like yeah, there, there's but, no and just at that there's no you know, hope like,
3: like
2: joker it almost at this point is probably what i'm trying to say okay where it's just like you know because the shocks happen at random so they have no idea when they're going to you have no idea when it's going to so you can't formulate a plan you can't do anything it just adds more to that hopeless feeling yeah that you know again all this just happened by chance What what are you gonna do it sucks to suck doesn't it
0: (laughs)
3: yeah are
2: you gonna get out of here now no is anybody gonna come find you no am i gonna tell anyone about it no thanks for the good fortune (laughs)
0: Yeah, and, and I'm curious to see how that'll evolve as well, right? Because I could see him adding more things into that as well, just coming back and being like, hey, by the way, did you know that... Yeah. Hmm? I yeah, just like- thought
2: of another thing, and here, let's try this, and let's do this. Is this yeah. going to work now?
0: Or well, and, and one thing that I think could work really well, because they, they do mention it briefly, is he comes back and says, hey, by the way, did you know that the Jedi Order thinks you're dead? No one's coming for you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. Things like and that so even mounted. more hopeless at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It it's not the most effective route, but I I feel like the only thing that I can think of is that is like you know if he's not pure Sith, maybe he doesn't know the the full motives, but mm-hmm. yeah you're right there are def- there were definitely more effective ways to to break him more quickly. He
1: definitely seems like he's going by the skin of his teeth. Um, well, yeah. last point yeah. on Martian.
0: Well, sorry. Speaking of skin of teeth, um, because I I do want to bring this up because it was the only thing in the book where I was like ah, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, the part where he uses the paths to make all the ships suicide run themselves. Yeah. Where they're like uh, kind
1: of jumping left and right up and down and then like the into ships safe. and stuff.
0: Yeah. So uh, like, Hacks. exactly. Hacks. Right. I, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pass for now. Cause I don't fully understand what, what happened there, but someone's going to need to explain to me how you can take manual control over a path drive and make the ships jump there. Cause from, Everything they said in that book, it sounded like he gives them a formula to jump through and they use the path drive to jump that path. Mm. Now it sounds like he can just take control, manual control of a path engine and make them fly in random directions. Mm-hmm. And I, that sounds like tech beyond even what they have in like the original trilogy.
1: Which makes, yeah, so that's, it's,
0: it's,
2: it's well, possible. Here you the, go. Here's more Santeca secrets. That's what Maybe. we're just gonna start
0: calling them now, because until until we
2: have, it could have been Mari Santeca. Yeah,
0: it could have. Right. I mean, they do say she's force sensitive, but it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I I'm going to need someone to explain this to me.
3: Yeah. In a way
0: that I, I will accept and understand with the limitations of the technology they're at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, that whole section was like, what is happening? This think... kind of seems like magic. Oh no,
1: my god.
3: That. For that,
0: they probably have to go into more about his father
2: and figure out where they're from and why all this stuff broke down. Because if they had—remember, their planet's gone now. It did a whole Vegeta. (laughs) So if for some reason the stuff they had on that planet, the tech they had, which is, I believe, the ship he's flying, Mm. if anything, if that had some kind of special thing that's no longer there that some tech union thing will find in 200 years or so, you know, maybe— I mean, you should burn it all because it's heretical, but still. <laughs> there's,
1: okay, so there's a few points I wanted to make. Um, mm. I'm looking at Martian Rose's concept art for the uh, for the High Republic. He has yeah. blue skin, which to me says Chiss or Pantoran. Okay. He's probably okay. not Chiss, so I'm assuming he's Pantoran, which would be very mm. interesting since they're kind of like a peaceful... Um, Plus, they possible.
2: have red eyes, not black. Mm.
1: Yes. Um, and then the other thing is interesting is in his concept art... He has this like rifle gun that has okay. like a beam of light going in the middle of it for like the, the energy of it and the beam is yellow and if i look at Loden great storm's lightsaber it is yellow which is <laughs> really cool if he builds a fucking gun that uses the lightsaber crystal or the like lightsaber itself
3: like well, no like it's no, like you know it looks what? like
1: a shotgun rifle type gun and it's like that would be fucking awesome if he does that no, with Loden's no, no, lightsaber it's
2: already been done it's already been done. Remember, what's her name? Had she made a sniper rifle out of her Yes the pilot lady. She did the same thing. She like she's like, here, I'm gonna attach my lights. It's again it's well, Lod- power rangers. Loden does she that, that when know.
1: he has the gun from the ship that fell, right? When he when they shoot the Nihil on that planet to save yeah, the farmer family. Yeah, that's what I was, oh, he shoots cannon. it right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. The other thing yeah, too is he
2: had used the cannon for it.
1: The other thing too is in the comic series, I think it's Darth Vader, um, when Darth Vader is going around trying to kill, you know, remaining Jedi and stuff. He finds, ah. I can't remember her name, uh, the librarian from the... Oh, The New. She She, He finds yeah. her at the, like, in the temple or whatever, or wherever she was. And she so she's running away from him. And she goes into this, like, back, like, I guess, like, uh, archive area. And she actually busts out, like, a gun and puts her lightsaber in it. And it shoots, like, a huge blast from the, uh, gun but then oh, uh, obviously make, it makes the lightsaber not be able to turn on for at least a little while, so it has to recharge, I guess. Yeah, yeah but it was one-shot thing. Yeah, but it was such a, such a strong blast. So I'm like, that... Okay, if that's what this concept art is, where he has like a cool lightsaber crystal-type gun, I am cool with that, Like, because like that's even more like stuff going into Loden's and so, face. You oh, know? yeah,
0: you start using Loden's lightsaber to kill other Jedi. Right, and be... like, imagine a Jedi going Conquest up against... Art, though.
1: Imagine Mm-mm. him going up against a Jedi and the Jedi feeling the crystal. Like, because they all have, they all have, the crystals all have like this, not sentience about them, but this feeling for yeah, the force. like forest. An, an imprint, right? Right, and it's like so okay, they that is. Red in red in. Over
2: time, at that point, if if you get any, you know what the lightsaber oh should my. be the ultimate lights lie detector if it's based on feelings. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, you know, maybe you didn't make it bleed, but you murdered so many innocents. Okay, turn on your lights here, but It used to be blue. Now it's red. Oh, okay I you're clearly don't think way.
1: that would be the case, but yes. No,
2: yeah. but again, they make it, oh, you put your feelings into it. Like, come on now. That was dumb.
0: A very very minor uh, branch off, but that was the other thing in the book that made me go, oh god, why did you have to bring yep. that back up? Yep. Was, yeah, and, th- then, and
2: then not only yeah. that, but kill her right after. So yeah, it doesn't matter. You right? just wanted to see that. Yeah. what? Well, I know. I agree with that. what the
0: fuck. Yeah, I'm just...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just that. I love how I passionate you guys are about these
1: things
0: because it's such a stupid emo change. It's so, yeah, if people don't know, if people don't know what we're talking about, so in in one of the newer Darth Vader comics. Uh, They go over how red... They retconned how red kyber crystals are made. So red kyber crystals used to just resonate with the dark side of the force. Yeah, synthetic crystals that resonated with the dark side uh, Mm -hmm. better than than other kyber crystals. Now in the lore, in order to make a red lightsaber crystal, you have to find a kyber crystal and, uh, quotes make it bleed. And then when you make it bleed and feel pain and despair, it turns red. And that is the most emo, (laughs) like... Like, calm down batman yeah it like lordy garbage that i've ever heard yeah and as soon as i read that i was like no no i hate this so it's so dumb and so yeah in in yeah high republic there is a jedi who immediately <laughs> i forgot i literally even forgot that she died i just remembered someone dies yeah but yeah it was like oh she found like an old that lightsaber bullshit killed... the hyperspace
2: jump nonsense yeah yeah <laughs> it's even worse the even... oh my god
1: the thing I wanted to talk about, too, was the rest of the Nihil, just so we can get through them and then into yeah, the other yeah. stuff, is, so they have they have different um, ranks. They have the strikes, which are like the, you know, the grunts. They have the clouds who are in charge of the strikes, and each cloud see, oversees 10 strikes. And then we have um, the storms, which are above the all of the um, clouds in that tempest, and the tempest is the person who's in charge of that whole... Um, like branch branch so there's three branches there was three branches and then marshy Ro was on the top of all three of those branches as the eye and then above they
0: kind of they kind of say that he's on top but also beneath yeah he's he's kind of he's parallel
1: they're kind of equal that's why they had like these meetings right and they voted on stuff which is interesting
2: he had the he had the overall say which is kind of bullshit at the end he's now like the leader
1: yeah, uh, de facto get later. Um, and then the other thing is we have Mari Santeca, who he basically abuses for these paths now. Um, mm. And uh, she is like this hidden thing that nobody knows about except for him. Um, like not even his Tempests know that, which is interesting. Um, mm. I, I thought the it took me a minute to kind of sort out what they were doing until they kept on mentioning like, oh, this is a strike. Oh, this is a cloud. Oh, this is a, you know, th- these different things. And I was like, okay, now I understand the system that they have. And it's pretty straightforward. But the only thing I could think of, guys, was, oh, this is a pyramid scheme.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, I oh, no. It's it like, it it you is know, is. cloud. The like,
0: guy e- does nothing, but he gets 30% of every. Right, sh- right. Every, uh, exactly. No,
1: legit. And yeah.
2: now, now all the strikes have yeah. to go out and find their
3: own
1: strikes. Yes. So they can become a cloud. Yes. Yeah. And if you get 10 <laughs> strikes, you don't become loom, a cloud. Bro. And it's like, oh, my don't God. My these, are, these are pyramid <laughs> schemes, guys. Right. I love it. I thought that was pretty funny. And I don't know. Did you guys have a favorite character in the book? I'd say mine guess, was probably um, Bell Zetafar or Lord yeah. and Great Storm.
2: There you go. Yeah, I was going to say Bell, too.
1: Just I also he, he like Porter Porter Angle. It was character. pretty cool.
2: Hmm?
1: I like Porter Angle as well, like the 300-year-old Jedi that had, like, all the experience and was cooking food.
0: Oh, I, I like uh, him up to, up to one point. Right. <laughs> the master comes out. Yeah. I, I um,
2: like
3: that.
0: I'm I'm curious because I was I, I got to this point I was like I, I wonder if Ed feels the same thing because yeah Porter was cool in the in in the beginning and then he starts fighting the the Nihil but there was a specific point where he's he's fighting the Nihil and and he's he's basically like ah oh, I regret so much that I have to kill these people because they're all part of the Force yep. and you know I'm severing threads of the Force and I would, and he said that and I thought weak
1: yeah <laughs> yeah no I thought I thought it was an interesting concept as a Jedi I did have
2: something similar um yeah, it was more like oh no hesitation man come on now yeah <laughs> but um but, no I get what you're saying but because like that, I think that's why they have to say he was like 300 years old so he's already done everything yeah he's
1: literally had every role in the Jedi Order he's a master and now he's at the point where like he can just go do whatever he wants but he still wants to be on kind of the front lines a little bit um which I thought was pretty cool
2: but at the same time it's like no nah, i just want to spend my days cooking man yeah and like, just, i want to make the soup
1: i want to i want to <laughs> yeah. eat his nine eggs too <laughs> yeah
2: like, oh yes yeah, dude and and that was the thing right where it's just like you know what I, look at that after all that time this huge this powerful dude who's like best saber duelist in the galaxy probably and all that he's just like ah, eh, i cook what's up yeah it's like what else do you do it's like i don't want to do anything else done everything else. I don't like anything else but this. And then you see I thought you were going to say on the way that they were going to the um the confrontation how he was like shedding layers it felt like you know like unlocking yeah. limiters on himself to be like all
0: right <laughs> it's, it's like nar- it's like to a naruto like the eight gates. Yep. <laughs> Slowly gaining to to power sleep. but losing yourself. <laughs> the daddy image has to go to sleep. He yeah. To to sleep.
2: <laughs> all right, who do we have now? The r- <laughs> it's from like the dritz book um where he's in the underdark and he just becomes the hunter or whatever mm-hmm. it is at that point he's like yeah now he's just the swordsman
1: i like how you brought dritz warden it. i love it yep love and it's Triss. just
2: like you know this is this is him he's the swordsman. that's it and like bell pulls off this move he's just like oh god how did i do that yeah that's amazing i think he... and then he so he looks over and then you just see buddy just swinging away at them like oh yeah this is no problem <laughs> and yeah. he's like
0: what yeah, I, think... I, I did love. I did love that point when Bell and Loden are like, "Oh my god, this guy can fight!" Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're not as good as we thought we were.
2: Exactly, it was a humbling point for them, right? Because mm-hmm. they, you, you could tell both of them still, especially after what happened at the town, that they thought they were pretty hot shit. Mm-hmm. And then think of this like, okay, be humbled. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're two hundred years too early for
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like. I, I can. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I just I liked the conflict that they had for Belzefar and like the different challenges he had to go through, which was quite a bit. Like at first it was his training, and then it went into you know they got ambushed by these mines by this farm, and then Mm -hmm. you know he had to. Sorry, even before that, they had a you know conflict with the people on Hos- um, Hetzal Prime. Hetzall Prime. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Hos- Hosnian Prime. No. Um, no. And get out uh, of <laughs> and then they right. then he had to jump from his you know his uh, the starfighter vector. to yeah, mm. the, the vector um, to go and rescue this girl that got thrown out the the back of the the ship from the uh, the Nihil, yeah. and he lands and they... it, which was kilometers of falling, and he yeah. he he is just such a cool character. And then you get ember on top of that i'm like at first yep. i didn't like ember's name but like how they depict ember in this and he just roasts the nihil she, i was just like a little puppy's
2: br-. a girl and she is badass as fuck.
1: yeah that that she, uh that was awesome and i loved how they brought it up as like yeah normally the jedi don't you know think um connections are a good thing right but how loden brought it up was he was like oh no it's just you know uh, she's a new team member. We got to keep care of her as a team member. You know, we got to make sure all our <laughs> yeah, team members are there. Everything we're doing
2: is an exercise.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I thought it was <laughs> pretty funny.
2: You know what? To uh, put another point on that, even at the end when they think he's dead and Ember's there and they're just like, you know, who has the heart? Cause he's still walking around with Ember and it's like, who has the heart to tell him to not do that? Especially mm. when he just lost his master and everything like that. You know, everyone was just like, it shows they still had some kind of heart back then. It's yeah. like, you know, come on, like, oh, what are we going to do now? His master said, we're going to take away the dog, too. And then he's going to be angry and upset. Then he's going to say, you know, screw this. And he's going to be, now you have another dark somebody to deal with at this mm. point. It's not it's like, just show some humanity or or just some, some decency for, like, five minutes and then see how different that was. Like, imagine if that happened with Anakin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Palpatine, right. what? That would have been the end of it. But no,
1: no. So who's yours?
0: Oh, so uh, I, I had a few points about Bell before I get to it, but I can see why you guys like Bell because he's definitely the most charismatic char- uh, character out of all the Jedi.
1: Sure, yeah, no, definitely. He,
0: yeah, he, he's he he was definitely the most like relatable, and he was the most fun character to listen to. And what you also brought up with the the falling, they they do a great setup to that, right? Yeah, yeah. On um, he he flubs it on Hetzel, and then he flubs it on his training. Um, yeah, his training on it's, it's called like El, the El Feron? um Yeah, something El like uh yeah he flubs it on Elphora, and then when push comes to shove and everything and they even i thought they even brought it back well um because loden mentions that he he's gonna on hetzel loden mentions he's gonna push him off a tower on coruscant because right. then he's got minutes like oh, he's like oh they're kilometers high you'll have minutes to try and yeah. you know, get your mind together uh, that'll be so much easier and then he does fall for you know minutes theoretically minutes yeah and he does get it together so it's, it's just they set it up in such a great way where it's you know it's not just and i know i know Dan's going to hate that i'm bringing it back to this but it's not just ray suddenly lifting a dozen boulders because there's of he's so strong
1: there's there's Ex- well, there's, there's a, a, something to overcome
0: there's a conflict and there's a setup and yeah. they establish the setup beforehand and they make it in such a way that you can understand no, why No i actually they I agree with you on run.
1: that is that the, the, the character is so convincing in yeah. you know his his portrayal is because there is an arc here where you know he doesn't have the confidence to do these things and he's trying to do it and his master's pushing him to do these things mm. in these uncomfortable ways of you know, pushing him off a cliff or whatever right yeah and then he when push comes to shove and he has to save this little girl he calms her with the force while catching her mid-air and then mm. has time to think to calm himself yeah. to land safely which is astronomically so exactly cool. right like and it's just a great and it's
0: such a yeah, exactly. It's such a great moment. Sorry, I'm cutting off a bunch. And also, I meant like you, you weren't going to like the fact I'm just dunking on the sequels again.
3: No, yeah, no, that's um, fair. That's fair. But, but and if, yeah, if dunking on the sequels also, is warranted, even, yes, it's like, fine. It's so well set up, and I
0: was very impressed with it, because they even explain why, you know, Loden's not with him every step of the way, and he doesn't need to be there, because he says every time there's a problem Loden could fix, he just, get, he just lets Bell try to fix right. it on his own, because that's his way of teaching, and that's how he kind of evolves through this. And I feel Which like that's also really to yeah, exactly, because it's also going to be a great setup now as he continues onwards, because it's anyth- anything where where Bell tackles something now and it's his first time, and you're like, wow, this seems like too much for him. Yeah, but that's how he was trained.
1: This I, is he's the he's quintessential to. shonen protagonist.
0: Exactly, yeah. And it's yeah. good, and
1: it's, good, and it's in a good way. Again, is,
0: it's the Yeah, again, it's the Iriadu versus Hosni in Prime, right? Where it's, we have all this setup now with an entire book to show why Bell does everything the way he does, so that it's not going to be a mystery how he can fly the Falcon just and out of nowhere. Know.
2: Or if he goes off on his own to like do a bunch of stuff and does it successfully, you'll be like, oh, well, he's, he's just some overpowered dude. So this is like, exactly. no, because
0: he's always had to take his initial first step on
2: his own and then maybe yeah. get
0: help. Is yeah, it, it's not he can fight with a lightsaber perfectly after fighting with a stick the entire movie. Again, yeah. Duncan on the sequels. I just want to take another
1: sidestep before you say your character, but Burriaga is an mm-hmm. interesting uh, Padawan as well, because his connection to the Force is very, I would say, sentimental. He can feel a lot of people's emotions and things like that. That's kind of where he is. Yeah. And like he's he, like he a was force dangerous. He was sorry. He's a Force
2: <laughs> heretic.
1: <laughs> what were you saying? Because normal?
2: if the first one to fall, and I'm sorry to say it, I really am, but you know, though the whole like Wookie rage comes out at something if his master, his master goes or something like that, because nobody but her can understand him
1: at the moment. Big
2: fault at, at the moment. I'll give you that, but right away, don't like that thought because a why aren't more of them trying to or get up, organ translator. Or something. Well, normally he like something. there was a point a where he said like, "Do that."
1: There was both like there because there you was are a Jedi, and
2: you are going to be called to do a bunch of different things. Mm. So if you don't learn to be the first Wookiee speaking basic, you better have something or somebody on you that can tell people what you are thinking. Because while it's cool that it's a whole like oh check it out Wookiee Jedi cool concept, right? Not in practice because I am sorry to say we always see in the movies and everything these big epic scale conflicts, right? that basically it's the calling in of the national guard where mm. everybody comes to help and everybody comes to do this thing the day-to-day is your yeah. regular day you still That's gotta be these a jedi experience. when monday comes around and what do you mm. do you wake up you go out you do what you have to do yeah mm. uh, you know the old republic reminds you of this in a nice way you get to Rishi the fr- i'm sorry i'm going off on this but it was a really <laughs> good i thought about it this morning you go to Rishi, and you're on um, this is huge spoilers. But come on, it's been years now.
1: Rishi was mentioned in this um, book, I think, if I remember yeah, correctly.
2: Your master's there, and he's just like, you know, you've been in so many conflicts and huge-scale battles for the galaxy. He's like, have you ever remembered what it is to really be a Jedi other than fighting? You're supposed to go around and help people and, you know, peace and all that and, you med- and meditate and all that. So it's like you go around the town and you just help people with their not necessarily problems, you know one guy's missing something another guy's like oh you know my father or family is gone i have nobody so you just sit there and you talk with him yeah and you, you, re- you return him. to peacekeeper exactly and you know that's your deal and i'm sorry to say like he did well with the kid definitely with the whole like you oh, know yeah. the, the sign language and t- even if it was something like learning sign language but not everybody knows it because it's yeah. not a natural
1: thing well he didn't even so use so sign again, language like, he was just using like, his I tone. Bo-
2: and that's it. Like, he's the dark horse for me where I'm rooting for him yeah. because I want him to be successful. But they need to come up with some way. I'm sure they have something. Because he can't just go around growling at everybody. And yeah, especially if, if, if they're Game of Thrones dropping people like flies in <laughs> this, I don't have much hope for his master or him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you start thinking about it, it's just like, oh, God, we really have no way to do what we're going to do. Okay, he's going to be the big hero sacrifice then. Yeah. Or yeah. something. You know, because they got to figure out, well, damn, okay, this this was great in theory now that we actually have it in practice. Oh, crap.
0: Yeah, and and you do bring up two, two good points that I want to get into as well. I will also say, because we've been skirting around it for a while, uh, yeah, we don't have to go too much into uh, my favorite character because we've already talked a bunch about them because my favorite character is Martian. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I I didn't really like him at first. I, I kind of liked... Uh, I, I liked him, but I don't remember his name. Kavar? Uh, can, I can never remember if it's... Yeah, Cassiv. Uh, Cassiv. I liked Cassiv. Oh, yeah. The, uh, beginning. the, the, the oh, Tempest. Dead to Dead. Yeah,
1: yeah. The The one that The gets Weak- Dead Dead Dead. Tempest. Yeah, the, yeah, the Weakway Weak- cool.
0: Tempest. I, I kind of liked him at first because I was like, ah, you know, cool, he's that kind of... He He's the Starscream. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: he's, he's, I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. I hated him the entire time, and I also hate Starscream.
3: Oh, perfect. Yeah. I, I just I
0: loved it because I was I was I was listening to him, especially with Iri- You know when he's introduced with Iriadu or you know he's introduced, and I was like, oh look, here's here's the uh, the the ca- the thorn in, in the side, right? Here's the guys are gonna mess everything up, and then he goes to Iriadu and just he's messes it up. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. But I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be the most interesting to listen to," and then he just royally f's up Iriadu, yeah. and I was like, "Ooh, okay, let's see how this works." And then see, around and that's that the
2: time, Iriadu to say, "Like
0: you <clears> heard where he went," and your immediate reaction was, "Oh, sucks yeah. to be you." Well, and, <laughs> and so and I also got it wrong first because I I don't I, I I was getting it confused with um you do, uh, Iridonia oh uh, oh yeah. So I was just like, okay, he's threatening Zabrax. And then the governor came on, and I was like, oh, that's a hard—oh, it's Iriadu. Oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) he's made a giant mistake. Um, And then around that point as well, because then Martian starts going into full uh, plotting puppeteer mode, and I was like, oh, I really like this. I really enjoy this. Um, And yeah, from that point onwards, especially when he reveals uh, how deep he's gone with uh, uh, Lorna, I was like, okay. Now I'm definitely on, on uh, Marshawn's side. And then he executes the father. I was like, oh, yeah. perfect. We're going like full. This guy's going full evil psychopath. Yeah. manipulator. And I was like, I, I love, I don't know. I like rooting for for good villains. Um. So I was like, I really want to see where Marshawn goes. Um, so yeah, Marshawn was my favorite. Cast, uh, Castle was, was nice until he got annihilated. This is, it's a strange thing,
2: but it's I overlooked it. I'm just thinking about it now because we kept talking about it. But the the ones who wanted to kidnap the family, yes, they go and do that. Mm. They shoot the mom, and toss her off the the speedy yeah. animal the trailer thing. Yeah, sorry, yeah, the right? uh,
1: the um, the cow basically. Yeah, yeah, the Um magnetic okay. cow feet. Yeah, the so, bell
0: hoof cows. They
2: they they save the boy, or they save the girl. But no, mm. they toss the girl
3: out. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah okay, so them. they didn't they didn't need her. Okay. Um, the dad gets gets cut mur- in half. Yeah, yeah. So all that's left is the boy, the boy who made the call.
1: Which well, whole, he, he but, was rescued. Oh, no, he the was rescued the call. by boy yeah, and the yeah.
2: girl. The boy and the girl are still alive. Yeah, yeah the boy's, the boys
0: rescued him. by yeah the boy's rescued by Loden's partner. The other yeah. person is up with him. Yeah. Um, but, but you also have to remember the boy who made the call to the Jedi was Martian was Martian bro yeah,
3: yeah that Wait, was no no no
2: no 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 no. Oh, initially like, the Jedi. I, I mean initially when he was oh, calling for help yeah, yeah, they were like yeah. oh god we don't
0: want to deal with this yeah, yeah that's right that was the son
2: but like yo so Martian
1: like... Like, re- like showing that his hand there is like oh my god oh yeah that was great yeah I was and like just, oh you son so of a like, bitch
2: the <laughs> whole reason for them to go out to they were important to some Alderaan family or whatever like that just to sell them how ransom like, them I guess, but it's like that. It just seems like such a bungle.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was. Because, well, they, if you remember they, in the story, have... uh, Martian's like, okay, let's stay low for a bit because of the shit that happened at I- Iriadu. And then, or I think even before that. And then Iriadu happened, and then this happened at the same time. And the thing that like, this happened, they brought it up, and they're like, yeah, we want to ransom these people. And Martian's like, no, we're not doing that they had a vote and then it was 2v2 and then the, well, the tie goes it, to the eye right
0: yeah so so it was he said we're not doing anything
1: yeah um and then they, and they just then did lorna it under d's, his
0: nose well no no lorna d's like but this would be really easy we should do it and he's like all right fine you do that one and then castle's like what the hell yes you let her do a thing oh dude, favoritism and then he goes and screws up the <laughs> and
1: then the thing is Marchion then like since he lets the other people do this mission on the side with the farmers um mm. he then you know puts his nose into it like you said and calls the jedi and as that emergency call and uh brings them in right so
0: yeah and so so like oh, in the overall puppeteering thing i think it's he was like all right yeah do this mm-hmm. whatever and then when he realizes it's it's uh then he i think he realizes oh there's jedi there this could work yeah and then he gives the call makes it all screw up and then goes yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. go At save the them
2: again. i want I mean, you to give he... me a jedi he knew the planet had them, but he didn't know if there were anything on. Which, again, leads me to the point of, hey, all this came about by chance. Isn't that great? That sucks for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. wow, it all worked out. I hoped it would. I didn't think it would. Like, that would just make him seem so much more normal and that much more scary. Because you just don't know. But now he's some... Oh yes, I planned this from the start. <laughs> well,
0: I think I think it's a toss up as well though, because if it's just ooh, everything went my way and, and I really I took hope. advantage of it into work, and work, worked, then it's kinda like, eh, he's not really that smart. He's just kinda, you know. you, he know, got oppor-
2: no, you know, but opportunistic doesn't mean stupid because you still it's have true. to make it
0: work. It's and true, if you but can make it's...
2: it work with the chance happening just like that and little time to plan, mm. good. Good for you. Show me how you beat somebody like that. It could be mundane. It could be a simple thing. But how many times have we seen this grand master plan of this, 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 and then it just ends like, oh yeah, Snoke, bye.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, oh. Yeah. Right. The oh. the one the okay. one thing I'd like to see with that is, um again, if they go into it more, have it kind of start to reveal itself as you know, because the force always has to be balanced. So mm-hmm. all of this. L- all of these these lucky coincidences and, and whatever that Martian's stumbling upon—that's the balance from the dark side. Oh, okay. Is yeah, since there's no Sith really established yet, or you know, making moves yet. Now the dark side's kind of funneling through Martian and maybe that artifact that he has, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know slowly learning, realizing, and oh god, he's he's such a big threat because the dark side's backing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that I feel like would be interesting. Um. I hear that. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna like swap swap again because we were sure. mentioning it a little bit before. Was it it uh, with Biriaga and with everybody else? It is interesting. Like I do really like them delving into how it, this part of of uh, of history, the Jedi all see the Force
1: differently. Yeah. 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 I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say this really is a great cool segue scene. into Ab, um of our Chris.
0: Yeah. Right. Song of the Force. Eh, and then we had that, like man. the stream of the Force and the empath of the, the ocean. Force yeah and then uh the one who dies is the force is the force
2: yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was w- again such. Oh
3: god.
1: so with avar chris i just wanted to say like her her way of uh viewing the force and the force like connecting with her i thought was really like unique it was really interesting and she was able to connect jedi together almost like a Empathic. Yeah, it's, focus. it's it's, it's yeah, like right. it's like a huge. Is... It's it's battle focused though, but it's like on another level because like at one point she connects Uh-oh. all the Jedi in the system, and then she connects all the Jedi in the galaxy.
2: She's just really
1: good at battle meditation. Right, don't, but that's but that's it. but that's her <laughs> that's her power though. Like that, like you know how. No, and
2: that was the power of Khan and all those other people too, who excelled at mm. battle meditation. And when you do, you train only in battle meditation, which is what she did. What supposed to do, and yeah. exactly, she's just exceptional. You can have somebody like that. There are a lot of great detectives. There's one in Sherlock.
1: Are you angry like, about I'm not it though?
2: It's a, no, I'm not oh, saying it's okay. a bad thing. I'm just saying it's like okay, it's like it's that's an established it. thing. That's what she does. Great. Yeah.
1: No, I think I, yeah. I just thought it was really cool that she could see all the Jedi and like how the Force connected with them because that's kind of at the beginning how we saw, you I, know, like the.
2: Sorry, I think I was I was too I was too hostile weird in that. What I meant was like <laughs> from from all the other depictions of battle meditation we get, it's literal battle Like They're just going over the battle itself. They're never really going over, you know, oh well. In general, all those people are scared now. So they started going away. Or they started losing in the thing. And in general, all these guys there suddenly felt happy. This is just going into detail. So maybe she's not even that exceptional at all. Maybe it's just like here's what actually happens in battle meditation. I'd be fine with that. That's true. Because it's answers. But you know, we've had there's we've had two different sides of the of the spectrum and nothing there's no connecting middle so you can't Mm. see for sure so we can't say that oh my god she's
0: great what she does certainly is but who's to say bastila couldn't do that Mm. who's to say khan not do that and and that is something i'm curious if they'll go into i i won't mind if they don't and it's just she's just go to battle meditation but i'm curious to see if she's if it turns out she's related to bastila or khan or i could see any of those people Mm -hmm. which would be interesting
1: like i just think she's a really interesting character um, and she's definitely, like, she's a Jedi Master, she's on the Council and everything, so she definitely she has these powers that are exceptional. Mm. Um, but I thought it was just a really cool way to kind of start to get to know the other characters. A great yeah. introduction to, like, okay, Belle sees it as, like, a fire. And then, um, you know, she talks like about light, it right? Or, yeah.
2: Uh, like, yeah, it is a
3: fire. And then, oh, okay. then there's other That's characters that Amber saw it so as, like, the ocean Ooh, or whatever
1: sense. it was, right? And all these different yeah. things. And I thought it was really interesting to, to see that. And then we get introduced to Beriaga that way too, right? And he's, you know, mm-hmm. being, he's more empathic with the force where he can feel people's um, emotions a little okay. bit more, which is how he mm-hmm. pinpointed the, the people, were, yeah, on, the people yeah. were on that vessel, right? And they're like, oh, crap, we can't just blow this up. We have to save oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right? right yeah. And then... Like, there was one person
2: who saw it as, like, one light in a dark city, and right. I was like, that is such an amazing thing like,
3: with image. the
1: windows? But also... Yeah. Yeah.
2: But also hard to because all I could see was like this Ichigo scape kind of yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like completely dark. And then this one one if your if your connection wasn't great, you were like really far away from the window. Yeah, exactly. But if it was like really probably you were like right in front of it, kinda like um in um Inception. Mm. It's like right by the window and you see that backdrop, like you're right there oh, in that dark yeah. city. That would be really cool. Yeah. But really hard to picture in that moment.
1: We also get, I don't know why. We also I get Jedi Master Skier, which is the Trandoshan, which I thought was cool. Like he is introduced in the battle with the um the Nihil when they're going all crazy and like killing people with you know killing their own people with all the sludge and space and stuff like oh, that. man. And then his arm Skier, gets cut Skier. off.
0: Yeah, yeah. By the which I was I was impressed that his arm got cut off and he didn't die in the vacuum. But you know,
1: yeah, right. Because it, it pierced it pierced his vector, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was
2: like, Unless it was got, such a fine piece that it just went through and yeah. sealed itself. On yeah, it. yeah.
0: I believe that. But the the thing with Skier, like that passage of them, also brought up one of the only other things that really bugged me with Light of the Jedi. Okay. Um, which was, and I I talked to Dan briefly about this, but it's the it's the one week away from, or it's the one day away from retirement trope. Cause it keeps coming up where it's literally yes. like every time anyone in that book is like, I can't wait for the future, just immediately yeah. dead. My girlfriend <laughs> I'm gonna ask her out today
1: and then he like dies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Starts with starts with a guy on the listening post, Oh, I can't wait to ask out the Twilight. Oops, they both probably are dead. Well, the one guy's definitely dead. Um, and then it's both Jedi who are like, I can't wait for the future. We're gonna be best friends and yeah. part of dead just immediately axed yeah <laughs> just and so when Loden's like oh don't worry i can't wait to see you become a master i'm like oh my god no the,
2: the
1: thing that i was gonna say too is like on the cover because i remember they released cover art for all the comics and stuff like or some of the comics and stuff and i think issue two had skier on the front and it looked like he only had one arm and i'm like but his concept art has two and i'm like well, what how so is this and so then they, it explains it and then it also explains go. that the trandoshans can i forgot this can regrow their limbs over time so he's like, Yeah, I can just regrow this back in the book and I'm like, Oh, there you go. Um,
2: it makes sense because he's a and, lizard. Yeah. At, the, at first I only thought it was the Abyssin that could do that. And then um those the Gendai.
0: Oh yeah, the Gendai, the, yeah.
2: But that's yeah, that that makes perfect sense,
1: the, really. The last Jedi I wanted and, to talk about quick um, is Yoda? Okay, I, he gets mentioned. I, I was sorry. I was just gonna
0: say one thing. Sure. Just, just the Devil's Advocate, which is there are a couple times when they say the or no, actually, you know what? It doesn't even count. Never mind, because it's the one with the blade of the Jedi when he's like, "Whoops, I guess I die now." Um, but it wasn't set up beforehand, mm. so it's just it's just at that moment he's like, oh, I guess this is death, and then Ember saves him. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, um, you yeah, mean uh, a quarter angle? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Man,
2: uh, the yeah, way that yeah, Ember he's... saves
1: him with the like conflagrating that person. Yeah, just <laughs> really?
0: an I was like, oh, okay, just yeah. a dog dragon. That's all. That's yeah. why you keep a hound around, I guess. But all yeah, right. so so I, I realized that doesn't even matter. So sorry, you were saying.
1: I am just gonna say like they talked about Yoda, and I'm like, oh, Yoda's mentioned. And what they mentioned was that uh, when Avar uh, Avar Chris is doing her song um, in the Force, she's like, "Oh, I can even I can even feel the presence of Master Yoda, who is on a vessel with Padawans, like we saw in the Clone Wars, which I thought was kind of cool." Um, That's
2: but, his job. He's kindergarten for yeah. two hundred years. He's, he's fine just teaching
1: the, he's teaching the younglings, and I thought that was really fun. Just a little nod to him, and like he's not like a Jedi Master is not involved with you know this huge. Thing that's happening in this section of the galaxy because he's so far away he has no idea this is happening right mm. and he's doing his thing that he is like to do for you know kind of like porter angle like he just wants to be a cook and do these things but also when push comes to shove he's there to help um in this instance it's yoda's you know doing what he wants to do as a, a jedi master which is what the council allows you to do once you're at that stage um there, is pick, pick wants... what you want to do right
0: yeah, there was something I was thinking about that could come of that, although I'm not sure if they would do it and how it would feel, because I feel like it would um, actually hurt Yoda's character. Sure. But what I was thinking was, because uh, Elzar has that moment at the end where he sees, like, all of the Jedi he knows, like, dying and in terror. Yeah, and yeah, that vision. And so, yeah, and so I was thinking, like, it would be it would be kind of interesting if by the end of High Republic, literally all the Jedi Masters are dead, and it's it's just Yoda, and that's why the Jedi... Uh, change from this kind of more enlightened, kind of expansive view of the force to kind of the more secluded, less aware.
1: I can see that uh, happening.
0: Yeah, right there. They all die, and it's just Yoda who, as we not then all learn, all the masters, just, but definitely a lot. Yeah, like ninety yeah. percent maybe.
1: Because you know the um, thing because, is, have you guys read through Master and Apprentice?
0: Yes, not yet. Okay, there's, but you can you can say some stuff. It's not uh, spoilery, I,
1: I, really, because it's it's yeah. it's kind of Yoda. Um, but, like, Yoda's in that and he's talking and they're talking about, you know, um, this, you know, like, oh, we don't need to worry about the dark side because they've been gone for so long and, like, all this stuff. And, like, Yoda's on the side of, like, we don't need to worry about it. It's not a thing. Like, we don't, like, he's kind of pushing it out of the way. It's kind of being okay. ignorant about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm, like, if that's the case at that point and, like, what you're saying is might happen where, you know, Yoda's one of the only ones to survive and, you know, bring the Jedi Council back the Jedi Council in Episode 1, 2, and 3 is kind of more like a the dark side really doesn't matter to us right now because it's not really a dark side yeah. threat until it starts to show itself, right? Um, yeah. But I think that's really interesting to say. Yeah, I think uh, Yoda yeah. is going to play a big role, for sure, because he's such a big character. But I don't mm. know if they're going to put him into the limelight ri- immediately. I think they're going to build up all the other characters first, and then they'll bring Yoda in, like, maybe the second stage or third stage. Yeah. A bigger and role. and I he'll almost,
2: just be supporting I almost, again, I think.
0: Yeah, and and like I almost I hope I'm wrong because if if that's what they do, I feel like that would diminish Yoda's character because it makes him seem kind of deluded and and um, willfully ignorant. But what I with that master and apprentice thing, that actually changes it a little bit, um, <clears throat> changes what I'm thinking a little bit too. Maybe it's not that. Maybe you know some of them die. You know, it's it's a rough war, and but but by the end of it, they've annihilated them all. And then Yoda's mindset makes a little bit more sense. It's like we don't need to worry about the dark side. 200 years ago we exterminated them right like they came back as the night hill and we just obliterated them after a long costly war so we know it's dead now see that mindset actually i like a lot more because then you know he he actually believes especially if there's a the connection yeah, yeah yeah exactly right it's, it's just like yeah i know we know that the dark side tried to come back again we had annihilated it
3: mm.
0: no it's gone and then it starts to come back in episode one
1: do we have any other thoughts? Um, final thoughts, kind of on on this.
0: Um, oh, I did have one which I thought was interesting, which was uh, the relationship between um, Avar, Chris, and Elzar. What Elzar Man? Yeah, was that his name? Elzar Man. Yeah, because they <laughs> there's a whole thing through the book where it's like, well, they won't they. Oh, we're oh, best God. friends. We are be- close Padawan friends. Best friends, always together, the best of best. And I was like, oh, okay, it's this interesting will they, won't they? And then in the last chapter, just, Elzar just straight up says, yeah, we did stuff as Padawans. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Because uh, he, he talks about, like, oh, yeah, the bonds and, like, the closeness that they had as Padawans that they had to abandon when they became uh, knight and master. And what I first I thought it was interesting where it was, like, because <laughs> he says, "Oh yeah, that was acceptable. It, was, it was acceptable to fool around as padawans." And I was like, "Is it?" <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> I think. I think you're
1: reading that. into that a little too much because I don't think they fooled around like romantically, kind of it's, thing. I think they it's, were just like it's they were. Implied. It is implied. It, it is. Yeah. Like I, maybe I felt not that. They so were
0: banging, but they definitely did kiss once
2: or or something. like something yeah, of that nature,
1: they, right?
0: They definitely at least got like at some phase of physically close, My but God. the thing I thought Physical. was a, a nice kind of, Physical. yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm going to put that in there. I don't, I
0: don't know <laughs> if they went straight to do it like they do on the discovery channel. No, but. no, no, no. Yeah. Right.
1: But I, you definitely feel like the tension between those two characters, because they were close and they're still close. Right. Um, but I
0: thought it was a, a nice dichotomy in there as well, because in, in this, especially in the last chapter, it's, it makes it clear that at least what I thought was that a, that Chris wasn't opposed to that closeness it was elzar who was keeping them apart
1: right and it's nice to see like the the jedi are infallible like not not fat like they're infallible right like they are able to
2: they're fallible
1: yes thank you yeah they're not (laughs) infallible they are fallible that is right Um, They they are human yeah or not all of them, but yes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, they, they, they they have, have
0: human they, they have emotion.
1: Yes, right? they have human qualities. Yes, yeah.
0: and, and they know it's not supposed to be, but you know, it still is. I want you to show
1: me someone who looks like Yoda Noma. That's in our universe. Come on, man, <laughs> <laughs> or Buryaga, for that me, matter.
0: You don't actually want to, to, to see find, find one ancient Asian who looks close. <laughs> oh god,
1: <laughs> I oh, can man. say that
0: since I am one, but okay. you know, I'm not ancient. But,
1: oh my god. Um. Yeah. No, but, I agree.
0: That was really interesting. Yeah, and and it was just. It was a nice dichotomy, right? It felt like it felt like opposite Anakin Padme to me. Not, yes, not quite on that same level. And Padme obviously. was a Jedi Master. Yeah, but but Anakin was the but Padme was the one going after, and Anakin was the one being like, "No, we're Jedi. True, I also we, that we as well. have to keep this Jedi." Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm curious to see how that'll evolve because I feel like as this war goes farther and farther, and the fact that um, it sounds like for the next span of the books, Elzar and Chris are going to be forced. Uh, apart, since was going back to Coruscant versus yeah, on Star point Station.
1: Yeah, Starlight Station.
0: Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how how that evolves, and and I feel like then the motions are going to start running high, and we're going to get all this nice tension. It's just, you know, like we were saying, there's a lot of really nice groundwork laid out here, and I'm really interested to see where it goes. There's one more here. point that we have not brought up
1: yet, uh, which I thought was very, very interesting. Um, mm. Two, actually, I guess, in the same vein. Um, oh, I've got
0: one as well
3: actually.
1: Okay. We have basically the discovery of Bacta, which is a healing ooh, property,
3: yeah.
1: um, and it's newer, and they're trying to get it going. Um, which I think is in the Hetzel sector, right? That's what the whole thing was about. Because Martian was uh, like, ooh. "Oh yeah, I was going to yeah, blow Marchand up. From- yeah, I was going to blow that up, yeah. and now we could probably you know do something." Um, uh, right,
0: because they
2: uh, initially thought the attacks were from Celcath scientists who were mad yes. because Colto was Which is also Kotor
1: related, um, which yes, is nice. Hulton. Yeah. And then we also had um, the talk about hyperspace and, you know, going into hyperspace, not understanding if you're going to come out the same spot or, you know, be somewhere else, which, you know, yeah. Noma, you were saying, like, it's kind of like Warhammer with the warp.
0: I immediately, as soon as I said it, I was just like, oh, so it's just safer warp at this point. Yeah. Because, yeah, they say, like, oh, yeah, it's this uncharted world. And, you know, yeah, if, if you if you we In don't really bubble. know much about this dimension. Yeah. With with this little oh, protective bubble. bubble like, oh, no. Yeah, what could happen? Spirit we don't know. Sketchy. You might end up, yeah, you might end up way outside of of where you wanted to go or in a sun. And I was like, "Okay, so it's it's or safer work cuz
2: far far away."
0: Yeah, exactly. It's not like if it's not like if the hyperspace shield flickers were invaded by demons because we're traveling through hell.
1: Yeah. And that all relates back to the Sun Sontechs cuz they're kind of the people I think who discovered hyperspace to a degree. Oh. Yeah, which might be a
0: little bit of a retcon. I don't hyperspace wars is is an area of Star Wars I really don't know too much about. Um, but I, it, it seems like a little bit of a retcon from, from the old, uh, old, old lore, but
1: I'm just, I'm glad that that we're getting into like the specifics of it, just to kind of under, like, not to the point where it's like, we know exactly how it works, but like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's good to have that kind of uncertainty, um, with all this, especially with how the Nihil, you know, do stuff with, uh, the paths and all that stuff. But Ed, you were going to say something?
2: No, 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 go
1: ahead. I was going to say, do you have any points left?
2: Um, We haven't talked about Trying to quickly go over everything
0: here. Uh, well, uh-huh. let's think about that. <laughs> we'll go for it. <laughs> the, the The last point I've got because we we touched on it very brief. Well, just a little bit more with the Nihil, Hill uh, because we did touch on it briefly with our hierarchy and stuff. But in the beginning, when when it started, I was just like, okay, oh, cool. okay, pirates, cool. Um, but the audio, I think the audiobook did a better job of drawing me in than uh, just reading the book would have because man, the music that they pump while while the Nihil Hill are doing their attacks, that was that was really good. I really dug that. It felt like a mix between, like, anarcho-punk and Star Wars, which I thought was really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, like, the just, like, the, the audio stuff they did with it, too. Where they're, like, oh, it's, basically yeah. playing, like, punk music in the background. You're like, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, it, it, exactly. It sounded, it sounded like like really anarcho-punk mixed with Star Wars. Yeah. So, like, it still felt like it was in the universe.
1: Guys. Mm. Hmm?
2: I uh, found something where they've, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot here. Uh-oh. Um, you just mentioned the Great Hyperspace War, and I started thinking about it. Technically, even with that, like you, that's no longer a thing. Not just because of Legends, but because they wiped out the Sith race, and how they say it's oh, not a thing. Oh, that's right. Because it was an expansion war or something yeah. like that. And that was the Great Hyperspace War and of itself. So, so they cannot, they cannot mention that war in this series. At all or else their whole retcon makes no sense. So stupid I would I would so honestly, that's so... why the Santecas are there now. Yeah, because it's sense. like, oh well how would we have found this anyway? Well oh no now you know we have pioneers. So remember they're trying to make it the Wild West, right? So mm. these were the guys panning for gold, but what were their what were their what were their things? Oh, we were in we were doing um hyperspace jumps and seeing where we'd end up. And there mm-hmm. we go. That was our gold
0: mining at that point. Yeah.
1: So, so just a, just that's... a heads up with with uh, like hyperspace and how it is right now. Basically, the inner core and mid rim are pretty well planned out so they can jump through there. So that's been established, but it's the outer rim that they're the hyperspace lanes are a little bit more inaccurate and like not yeah. 100% sure. So there are and, established I mean, lanes, but
0: yeah, and and there's still time to go back in history, right? Sure. Because we're, we've passed hyperspace buoys at this point, so you know we still have time to go back. But man, I I just I hope at some point they retcon that retcon, because the Sith race was fine. There was well, no reason to get rid of them.
1: What was, did they? What when did they? Like, was that in a book or something, or was it just? Say a...
0: it, no, it was just it was just like an announcement. It was the same time that they axed Korriban.
1: um, but they brought it back because it's ban now.
3: No, Moraban's a new planet. No, no it's it's... A,
1: it's they're the same thing.
3: Then that's
2: stupid. And how yeah. dare that makes sense. They just no they, re, sense. they
1: renamed it. Yeah, Moroban and Korriban God. are the same planet.
2: So stupid. Because it's, it's, it's in the it's in Clone Wars. Anyways, it's
1: in the Clone just... Wars with Yoda.
2: I I still thought that was a different place though.
1: No, he goes to Moriban.
0: It he, does look exactly the
2: they same. They say you have to go I...
1: to the Sith homeworld to you know fight the dark side in. But to of yourself, be fair, right?
0: Lost Lost Chapters was right around when Lucasfilm bought them, right? So, when they had planned out that, that season, um, yes. Corbon hadn't been axed yet.
1: Yeah. So, But it's still canon, technically, since it's in the canon. Like, they, they consider that season canon.
0: Corbon, but not necessarily the
2: season. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, th- this is... Here you go. Korriban, known as... Pesegam during the reign of Zim and also known as Moraband by the time of the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Planet of okay. the Horuset system. So, yeah, no. If you search it, it's it gives you both. Okay, so, so I mean, hope, hopefully, hopefully with that... Clone it, Wars... It's-
0: it says mission to korriban
1: yeah that's with yoda oh, okay.
0: yeah so i mean hopefully at this point it's so muddy they can just bring back the sith race because i always thought that was a dumb right yeah the sith race season.
1: is a pretty cool race and it has a lot of interesting yeah. background and culture and stuff behind it as well you're not
0: yeah you, you're not you're not losing anything by adding them right? yeah. it's just good yeah. but uh yeah, sw- swapping back to the Nihil. uh yeah I, I didn't really think much of them at first but as they go into them and especially when they start going into like the unity that they share and uh, all the, you know, the the pulling the Mad Max like, uh, yeah. you know, take all take all the drugs or spray your face and then scream, "We are the storm," and then I, throw, I all, throw gas that.
1: at people. Oh, like,
0: is that what you were thinking? I I thought it was like a dentist chair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, they were they because were going remember, Mad Max, man.
2: I wasn't I wasn't listening. I was reading, so I had no background audio, no nothing. So I'm, oh. I'm making all this stuff up in my head. Oh, this is great! And, you should
1: definitely listen to it. Yeah, it's a definitely. great. Oh, listen. I'm
2: going to. But man, just just picturing that was like what? So on their on their all their masks, they have like this filter thing where they have like tubes connected, and they're just like,
3: yeah, basically. <sighs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah, they they even have the thing where it's like they they do like a double like there, there's a thing where they were basically I, for, again I was listening to it really really fast but it felt like they, they did like a two part where like they all uh, inject like inject drugs straight into their veins to like Stop, again, caring sure. about, yeah, stop caring about yeah. Stop caring about mortality. Yeah, and then like, cast uh Cassa screams like we ride the storm, and then he goes like a step further and does this inhalant, and then starts freaking out more, and then all they all do the same thing and start going like this crazy roided upstate, And I was like, oh, I like this. But there's also really another
1: like drug they took, which was something that like stabilized. Um, the pill, the, yeah, the pill that Half stabilized. Of them didn't take it anyway. Yeah, yeah, just wanted yeah. To ride That was pool. in the final. That was in the final battle. I think wasn't it?
2: Catch the dragon. Nah, it was. um... <laughs> It was before the... Um,
1: it was, like, after the Iriatu stuff. It was, like, I, I, thought, I thought it was
2: before the Iriadu stuff.
1: Maybe it was. I can't remember.
3: Because he was I, trying I to get was... them
2: hyped up for it. Yeah. Because in that second part, it was like, oh, Martian Rowe told us that you, you were going to pull some crap, so we're going to kill you now, yeah. and he had to talk them down. But mm. they weren't hopped up on anything at that point. So I think yeah, you're right. It. You're right.
0: Yeah. So. Um. But you're going to... Th- I, I, one last point. One yep. last point yeah, about the yeah. Nihil. It's the only thing I didn't like about the Nihil at the end of the book. Um, because I I I wish they had a better l- line. And it's probably going to bug me for a, well, a bunch of books. Nihil. We are the Nihil annoyed we the, are the I Republic. Well,
1: I think it's, it's, or, it's, it's, it's them kind our, of it's taking... Too,
0: it's too similar. I know what you're going to say. Like, it's them, like, mocking the
1: Republic. Yeah, basically. It's like, we are Nihil. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's it's... I don't know. It was too similar. There needed to be some sort of difference. I feel like that's fair to make it a full mocking. This just seems like copying. He
1: was he was saying in his speech like they want us to be all the republic and like they all know because they were part of the republic. And then he's like, no, we are all nihil. So it was just like it was like a fuck you, we're nihil instead of the republic. I I I I got it, but yeah, I understand your frustration. Yeah, I
0: just exactly right. I just I wanted it to be something different so that it was a little more creative. Like I don't even think this is better. I'm just spitballing you like something like the storm is greater or something where it's just that it should have been something that that was different like because you can just have it be a tagline that is mocking we are the republic you
2: know what and have it be powerful jedi code versus sith it's they're they both mean things to them but they're different in their own way but they're similar
1: in their own way too in the in the way they phrase things right like the sith were a copy of the of the light side right because the light side like the dark side came from the light side, is that proper to say? I don't... Yeah, the dark side came from the light. Right, yeah, it was the the Sith...
0: Jedi, and then they split into yeah. the Jedi and. The Sith. So the Sith, but
1: you could say that's similar there too. Yeah.
0: It is, but then the Sith have the last line that I think is what the good differentiating point, right? Yes. Through through or through power, through my chains victory. are broken. Right. Sorry, through victory, my chains are broken. Yeah. All like right. You, it just had to be something like that. But yeah.
1: I agree. With now, you on
0: overall, that. even though we just kind of ended it on a on my criticism, overall, well, good. I will was. piss you off with
2: one more point. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. During the production of *Sacrifice*, the Clone Wars team initially called the planet Korriban, but George Lucas preferred the name Moraband. Mm-hmm. The name was changed to reflect his wishes.
0: There you go. Oof, okay. Laser so sword. it's
2: nothing. It's nothing more than just
0: you know. No, uh, it's aesthetics. Okay, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess laser sword
1: Moraband. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so something <laughs> that we call it a
2: laser sword. Something yeah, that we so... haven't
1: done in a while. Um the rating of this book out of ten. Oh yeah. What would we give this? I would say I would give it a solid eight point five. It had good, great great introduction to all these characters, good plot points. It wants me it makes me want to read A Test of Courage and all the other books and stuff. Um but yeah, I'd say eight point five. Like I would highly recommend this book for somebody that's looking for new Star Wars material that has a little bit of a difference than you know the original trilogy and even different from the prequel trilogy, right? Like it's it's its own thing and it it's very close, I would say, to KOTOR in certain points, but it's also different, right? It's its own thing, but it's good. Recommend it.
2: So, I'm I'm going to give this one a 7. Um, okay. and that's not to take anything away from it. Like I did thoroughly enjoy it, but to the point where it's going to be that if uh, that intro book that I feel like I never have to go back to at the same now like you need to read it it is important and it's good reading but i have it and now it's just like okay um i know what the setup is i know what your backstory is this just feels like the opening to dragon age openings or origins oh yeah <laughs> that's it like okay yeah. great i have that let's have the story now you know because they had to do this they couldn't just go into the whole they they set up the problem they set the problem okay we we thought we made a solution we have this now we have the whole actual problem that started everything on our hands let's deal with that we've done the prolog that's all. Mm. so you know if I want to get back into... Remember the conflict between this and this. When I go to watch Clone Wars now, I'm sorry to say I don't start from the beginning of her. I start from, like, Season 4, where all the stuff really starts to kick off and it really starts to get heavy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't tell you the last time I went back to Season 1 and saw a sure. show up, or went to Season 3. The only time I've gone back to Season 3 is to see the clones. And that might be, like, an episode here or there. But the full set, if I go for a marathon, it always starts from at least... At hmm yeah it might be end of season three start of season four so like it, it feels like this is going to be another one for me it's like you know what if i want to start this again a few years down the road i'm gonna start from book two
3: yeah
2: and just go so yeah. we'll see unless they really make it into like a rogue one uh an episode four kind of style where like you want to read them because back to back of whatever just happened and not like though you know and then several months later and i was like okay well that's just been established and it's sitting there so that's all that happened and everything fresh that's going to happen is right now there's no reference yeah i don't know i don't don't know i just i I liked it i'm done with it will i read it again not for a long while but that doesn't mean it's terrible it just means like Mm -hmm. i got what i needed to get out of it and now i want more
0: exactly um so i also i'll give the i'll give my rating but i've also actually got a redaction to make because i was just looking through our our ratings and i don't know what passed me with smoking when he made this uh decision but anyways so for light of the jedi i'm gonna go with an eight as well okay or sorry an eight because yeah like i like this book you know i went in really skeptical but it impressed me and i'm i'm definitely on board now and, and ready to see the rest of everything that it's got to offer sure and yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so for my redaction, because I was looking through this, and like I said, I don't know what past me was thinking. Past me was way too critical about this, because I just realized I gave uh, Lost Stars a 4?
1: Yeah, you did. Oh You no, said you everything were, was good really until the mad, end, though. and then you got really yeah, salty.
0: I loathe the ending. Yeah, and, and I still loathe the ending. I, I still feel like it should have ended um, at episode 6. There was no reason for it to go beyond... Uh, into the sequel trilogy but still i feel like that's an injustice so i'm gonna up lost stars to a six there you oh. go yeah i mean
2: see dude if you go back and listen to that you you would justified yeah. that four with your rage <laughs> yeah you did like i could it's true feel it yeah like, you 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 had like you had words and then some i'm sitting there just like I do feel with Dan on this one, like I liked it. Is it wrong to like it? I don't. I don't know. I feel bad now. Let me let me try to get bad at it for a little so, bit. So, like you were fuming.
1: A quick and, quick point for for you, Ed. You tied yes. this with the book "The Weapon of a Jedi," a Luke Skywalker adventure.
2: Again, that's I the one where he goes monks. into the
1: ruins and all that. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. and he
2: fought. He fights that weird bounty hunter yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, right? you, that was you tied it with that. Again,
1: see, I tied it with. Yeah. Dark Disciple in my ratings, which is also really? Ed's Ed's tie, 8.5. <laughs> and
0: and, and I'm, I'm tying it with uh, Dark Disciple and Tarkin. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fair. I like this a little but bit see, more than Tarkin. See,
0: see, but,
2: but, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, Ed. No, no, no. <laughs> no not,
2: I... My my reaction came out too candidly for that. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just spent like good five minutes talking about the Tarkin of. You made me think of all this Tarkin stuff, and then you go and say you like something better. I'm to do? But it's to? okay, yeah. dude. It's, it, was, it was
1: it was an eight versus an eight point five. So it was only point five better, uh-huh. in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And you know what, Iriadu did make an appearance, so um and, acted. and then nice. they
2: showed they brought their balls with them and they showed up to that fight oh, and yeah. governor was this is why i love it and that was what made
0: it so bad when she showed up first
2: and yeah was like, yeah Can you're the guy this? right
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. okay <laughs> hey yeah. retro yeah it's retribution o'clock yeah <laughs> Just like, oh, it's i'm like, excited for this
2: hey let's make a deal nah i don't make deals with you You fucked over my plan to
0: shoot him. yeah it's like <laughs> That that is Irianu right
2: there. It's like Yeah, oh, I did
0: uh, love that. Oh I was cheering. Oh yeah because you know it's one of those things where in any other situation he's like, Look at all this info I have and someone would be like, like Yes, tell me this like, info. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah,
2: I'll give you this for I, some prison or things. he's like, Fuck that. You fuck yeah. my
3: planet you die.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it it's it's the difference between like uh like once burned twice shy and once burned twice I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: But, dude, like, I, I think we, we all really enjoyed the book. We did have our criticisms, like all of us, but I think there right. was a lot that we enjoyed about this book um, and definitely recommend to people that are, are looking onto it. I'm going to put into the episode show notes for this one the link to the High Republic concept gallery so you kind of get an idea of what these characters look like if you're um, reading it or just want to know what we're talking about and who we're talking about. Um, but, yeah, like, honestly, recommend. Highly recommend Charles yeah. You madman. Just... You did a great job. Congratulations to the whole High Republic team oh, who yeah. worked on this stuff because not only did this make the New York Times bestseller, but also A Test of Courage made bestseller at number three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like congrats to everybody who was involved with this because this wasn't just Charles Soule. He wrote this book, yes, but all the ideas that culminated right, the into whole, the whole, whole of High Republic was the entire yeah. team. So congrats, guys. This is...
0: And yeah, and, and just again salt's going to rise a little bit but I'm going to phrase it very nicely. Thank thank you to the team for showing what Marvel's proved, which is if you put love and heart and thought into your your universe and your stories, it will pay off.
3: Yeah. Agreed.
0: And you will get something great instead and of just thinking that you're infallible.
2: Exactly, because This is what you want. You want discussion about it. You don't Mm. want everybody going, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, we have nothing else to say about it because then where do you go from there? How do you grow from there? Mm. Yeah. But when you have multiple people talking about – you have all this discussion. What do people like? What do people like? Why didn't you? Why did you? What can you connect it to? What can this – you start bringing up all that. You know you've done a good job and not just people tossing it out of hand. And you have so many skeptical people especially who are still willing to pick it up. Because they hear, like Noma said, you know, it was a team who has a plan and they put something together and they're showing you all. They've come out and fully shown it because, you know, before it was all haphazard. Now it's just like, look at this map. Mm -hmm. Look at what we have. This is what we've thought through. And at least to some small extent, even if it is, we've thought through things before we've
1: jumped at anything. I'm going to say something that's probably controversial with people, but you know what? i would love to see i don't know if this is possible or if it's in you know his interest or anything like that but i would love to see charles soul write a tv show in the high republic or anything force related oh yeah i was hoping i was like like, you know what he'd be a cool show uh, show showrunner but i'm like i don't think he has like that's not a specialty his specialty is writing and he knows the Mm. characters so if he is Mm. interested in doing that Lucasfilm, give him the reins for a show for writing i mean
2: at the see, very least this is why they can at least do light of the Jedi screen adaptation because or,
1: he's already done the work for them or even this yeah.
2: is why you do the book before the movie like I, I would say like this exactly. would be a great movie to put in
1: for sure. I would love to watch this movie um I would also love to see him just do like i don't know like something in this time frame but to do it, the Force, here you know
0: I, I would actually argue it would work better as a TV show.
1: Yeah, even that. Like, the, more time. I was, There's I was more thinking more yeah. TV show, but like this as a movie for sure. Either way, mm-hmm. get him writing some, you know, some actual like, um, how would you say it? Like, not triple A, but like, or, like sorry. get him to sh- get him to the point where he is the writer for something that has been shown to millions of people all over the world in a movie or TV show. You know what I mean?
0: Or yeah, just just collab with someone, right? Right.
1: You See know?
2: this, I agree with this. You need this, like the Mandalorian, like a series. There's too mm-hmm. much going on and two short snippets of people that you still don't want to cut anything out because, you know, the whole book, they're saying, oh, this Jedi Master is supposed to be taking over Starlight beating you. and then she's on screen for, like, five minutes and she's gone. Yeah. But you still need to show that. You can't cut that. So that's the budget that's going to... And if you're doing this whole big movie production thing, that could be one day's shooting somewhere on a yeah. set and then you're done for that in an episode. I just looked I, up... I feel like... I and did... with the progression of people like Bell mm. and like Buriaga and... And everything that's going on with Avar and um, and Elzar, right? And yeah. everything that's happening with them, like you need the time to really have that build and to show that over time in a movie. There's too many things happening, and you don't. You only have, let's say, three hours. Yeah, yeah. You Max. still can't
3: have three
2: hours.
0: I, I feel like like uh, yeah, like. Light- or this whole high republic light of the jedi thing this would be good if it was like not necessarily even mandalorian or obi-wan but more like a like an agents of shield budget kind of thing that's
2: exactly what i was thinking yeah
0: yeah if it goes into more of a serialized you know seasonal thing Mm -hmm. um that's what this would be the best for you get charles soul to collaborate with um you know someone who who's a good tv producer um, I don't even know who produces Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but, you know, something like that, perhaps, right? You, you obviously have a smaller budget. You wouldn't have as much to work with, but um, something like that. And then you have the big spectacle shows uh, doing other stuff kind of thing.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah, I think that does it for the episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we ended on a good note, and uh, I am looking forward to doing a Test of Courage next time we do Temple Archives books.
0: It, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but speaking about Temple Archives... Uh, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the end of this episode of Temple Archives. If you've listened and stuck around this long, thank you very much for listening to all of our uh, coherent rambles. (laughs) Uh, If you like this new version of the podcast, then we'll have a treat for you guys on our next episode, because next episode's literature is going to be going back to a comic, but we're going to be doing uh, Kanan Volume 2, First Blood. And given our thoughts of that, we're going to try and do the same thing. It's going to be a much more streamlined summary. We're going to go over a very brief thing so we have more time to talk about it and uh yeah hopefully a little bit more time to enjoy it and we're very curious to see what you guys think of this new structure if you guys like it a little bit more if you feel like it's less dry maybe you don't like it as much you wanted to hear more about the give us your you know, thoughts on style. the book exactly because you know we're just going off what we think you guys will enjoy but we oh yeah sorry and uh, yeah give us your thoughts on the book as well um because we, we definitely want to hear what you guys think so that you know we're not just screaming at the void but yeah, no, we're 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 changing this up because we're hoping that you guys will enjoy it, and you guys will find this a little bit easier to digest and approach. But uh, if you don't, or if you do, honestly, any thoughts that you have at all, we'd love to hear you guys, and you know, use that to grow our podcast. And uh, Ed, if you don't mind taking us through one more time how you can contact us to tell us your thoughts on Voice of the Force Temple Archives.
2: Definitely, I'm not Rita Repulsa, but I'll definitely ask you to help <laughs> us grow.
3: Uh, <laughs>
2: You can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com. dot uh, com. You can contact us with everything that Dan and Noah just said. My email it's voiceoftheforce at gmail dot com. If you're more of a social media buff and you've got a Twitter account, you've got an Instagram account, a Facebook account, guess what? You can find us on all three. You can use that. You can find us at, with the tag at voiceforcepod at, on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook it's just slash voiceforcepod. Honestly, just. Go into your search bar, Voice of the Force podcast, you'll find us. But please, 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 if you like something, if you heard something interesting, if you want to say anything at all, retweet something, respond to a message, or... Or a post or anything that you find interesting. You know, share it or talk about it and have other people look at it. Grow the listener base, you have more people to talk about. You have a bunch of people talking to us at that point, and then we'll be able to talk to all of you. And I think that's what we really want to do. We really want to hear what you think. But finally, listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Leave a review with five stars. It's great. <laughs>
0: Do it. Hey honestly reviews with any stars but yeah five stars would be appreciated.
1: <laughs> um the other thing I was going to say too is um thank you for listening and uh, I hope uh, hope this new format works for everybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah we're curious to hear thoughts but uh yeah with that being said that's the end of this episode thank you again for listening and
1: may the force be with you. Remember we are all the republic
0: no, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not necessarily all the Night